The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. That's Derek Griffiths. Uh, that's the Derek Griffiths we know and love. Uh, unlike, listen, there's a story that we've been kind of following the last couple of days, and um, it, it has been a murky old road. This story, you know, we got just after midnight on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Um, I kind of saw on Twitter that Derek Griffiths on Twitter, you know, the kids' entertainer from the seventies and eighties, has been on this show. Um, it wasn't actually him on. Twitter, several people had um, established that the person claiming to be Derek Griffiths wasn't Derek Griffiths. And it was kind of weird. It, you know, we were having a fun old show, and then suddenly there was this sort of strange, surreal bombshell that went off, and we all had to catch our breath for a few minutes. Um, and then the show went on, and it was fine and dandy. Um, and then last night, during the show, there were kind of more tweets coming up, and... Um, the last hour and a half, I guess, of last night's show was myself, Ian Lee, good evening, and Catherine Boyle, and we were kind of following tweets and getting messages from people and getting phone calls from people who had not only um, been duped into conversing with Ersatz uh, Griffiths, but had also shelled out quite a few quid to have lunches with him and had also sent him... Um, uh, you know, stuff to be auctioned off for charity and also sponsored a young lad that he had been tweeting about who was um, raising money, supposedly, for autism and dementia charities. And then it involved... Now, what was the name of the chap from Strictly that we spoke to last night? Oh, that was Joe McFadden. Joe McFadden, an actor, and uh, um, uh, he won Strictly Come Dancing and an all-round decent bloke, it would seem. And some people spotted a link between Joe McFadden's Twitter feed and this person um, believed to have been running the Derek Griffiths thing. And then I, I had a <laughs> then there was a weird moment where I had to go off air as Joe McFadden phoned me up to prove he was actually Joe McFadden. And I'm now 100% sure it was Joe McFadden that um, I spoke to last night. Um, and I've been kind of following this story and emailing people and speaking to people and phoning people up. And this whole fake Derek Griffith story... I mean, it sounds like a joke, doesn't it? It sounds laughable. It sounds like, you know, a piss take. But it's not. Um, it gets murkier and murkier. And I've spoken to people who um, want to remain anonymous, who know things about this, this person. And um, I've spoken to people who've paid a few hundred quid. Now, here's the thing. One of the people that got caught out... When you hear of online scams, you know, you think it's going to be old people and vulnerable people and thick people that get tricked for these things. But a lot of intelligent, bright, you know, savvy, tech-savvy people have been caught out. And one of the people who got caught out, and I know this because I saw a tweet that he, he'd sent out, um, was Paddy McGuinness off the telly. 
And I had a, a, a delightful conversation with Paddy this morning on the telephone. It was a bit, it was a little bit sweary. I'll be honest. He was, he was annoyed. Let's hope he's calmed down a little bit now, because Paddy's on on the phone now. Evening, Paddy. Good evening. How are you? Hello, Catherine. Hello, Paddy. Now, watch, Hello. watch your potty mouth, because this morning, Paddy. Oh, blimey. Oh. Oh, but I'd only just found out what had gone on. <laughs> this... I've seen you tweet. You, I, I mean, listen. Go on. It, the, the whole Derek Griffiths thing for me, like yourself, Ian, we're of a similar age. Yeah. And he's a kid's uh, TV presenter from back then who's still alive and not been arrested. So I was like, <laughs> I've got to meet him. <laughs> yeah. This man's a hero of mine. Yeah. Thank God he's one of the good guys. Mm. So, like everyone else, I got drawn in. He was on Twitter. He had a blue tick. You know, and you just presume that's everything's going to be great. You yeah. know, and then he started direct messaging me saying about, um, you know, like what, what you were explaining then to your listeners about, you know, uh, bidding on you could go for lunch with him and all the money goes to autism and dementia charities. And I'm thinking, my children have got autism. You right. know, so I'm thinking, yeah. this is. This is a win-win for me, you know, give some money to the charities and meet one of my idols growing up. Yeah. And, um, you know, and literally, I, I won the bid. It was, I think I paid about 600-odd quid for it. Blimey. And, and it just never happened. And then I kind of just busy with working different things and I for Christmas. And then I started thinking, I thought, oh, well, Derek Griffiths is a bit... Bit, bit naughty. That he's never been back in touch. That's not what but you I called him thought, this morning. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, no, not not Derek. To be fair, the other, the other, the other fella. Yeah. But uh, it was just, it was just memory. It properly, you think, like you said, Ian, you're online. You know what it's like, Twitter. It can be a dark old place, but yeah. it can be a good place as well. And you kind of think you're across all that kind of stuff. And it, it really, when you said what had happened, I honestly. Couldn't believe it. Because you, I saw I a tweet. Someone it. last night when we were doing the show pointed me to a tweet you did. I think maybe October, November, saying, yeah. um, "I've just paid a few hundred quid to to have a lunch with Derek Griffiths. All the money goes to yeah. charity. Everybody's a winner." And so yeah. I, I tweeted you saying, I, I, "Mate, I, I think you've been done here. Let, let's have a little chat." Um, yeah, but to be fair, I didn't see that, Ian, because I normally block you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame you. I know. I keep sending you dick pics, Paddy. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, you're likey, but never mind. Um, but you, so you, you, um, so you, you saw that you saw a tweet, or someone else got in touch, and you, you, uh, it must have been a bit of a shock. It was. It was a total shock, and like I said, I think I feel as though I'm pretty savvy with all yeah. kinds of things. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's a shame that. that, that you know, the life we're living now with social media and and everything's quick and electronic and there's a lot of scams out there. And you can kind of, you know, you pretty much know when something dodgy, like some prince from Nigeria wants to give you, like, eight million quid. You kind of know all that. Yeah. But this was so... Just just everything... You know, he was tweeting lots of people, Derek Griffiths. Like you said, Derek was on your show. Yeah. And you were even directing people to his Twitter account. Yeah. Because, obviously... You know, you, you had no idea yourself, so it, it just seemed really genuine to me. And whoever's done it, you know, uh, this bloke, I forgot his name, what's he called? I was tweeting about it. Well, listen, we're going to say his first name, but because I, 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 I found out some... His first name's Lewis, right? The, the person that is right. supposedly behind all of this. Um, right. And I found out today, Paddy, and this kind of puts it... I've, I've been talking to Lewis today on the email, and he very, very nearly came on, oh. and then he didn't come on, and... I've had two people, one of whom is the uh, um, someone connected quite high up with ITV, 
and someone yeah. who is um, an actor but wants to kind of remain anonymous. But they've done a bit of digging around. And they are slightly concerned because this Lewis character is is a young man. We think he's about 23, 24. And we also think that he he himself is um, possibly quite severely autistic. I'm not quite sure what that that combination of words mean. But but, there seems to be a little bit of of, um, concern from some parties that he... Toots being two things. Go on, go on. Firstly... When you're digging around on some someone who's 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 potentially a fraudster, yeah, ITV wouldn't be when they first put a call in a place. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and listen, if he is autistic, right, that doesn't excuse it. No, you're right. My Abs- no, you're absolutely right. Because listen, every charity's worthwhile. Every charity's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and. If, if you could give everything you could to every charity, it'd be, it'd be brilliant. Unfortunately, that isn't how the world works. So just by doing your bit for certain charities that are close to your heart, yeah, you know that that for me means a lot. Mm. You know, and and I think this this uh, if you can call him a gentleman approached me because it's been documented my children have autism. Yeah, and I think he's preyed upon sort of me. You know going to totally embrace that, because I would do. Yeah, of course. You know, like I do with the National Autistic Society and everything else, you've got to, you know, I, I live with, with autism with my kids. I see it every day, and I know how yeah. difficult it can be. So, you know, I'm not really buying into that. No, go on, no, and I appreciate that, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Have you, did you, because a lot of people that we've spoken to were getting um, quite, uh, quite aggressive messages from the person, you know, as Derek Griffiths. And we should just say that, you know, Derek Griffiths himself has got nothing to do with this and is, you know, yeah. this is... this he's, uh, I believe that he has been made aware of this, but he's got absolutely nothing to do with this, you know, the con that's gone on. But did you yeah. get any, like, slightly pushy messages from, in inverted commas, Derek? Well, yeah, I mean, when I, when I first bid on, uh, on, the, on the lunch and, and I won the bid and, you know, I DM'd him and I said, oh, I'm really excited, I'm, I've always wanted to meet you. I've got loads of questions to ask you and everything else. And he DM'd back to me, he's tour finishing and this, that, and the other. And I should have, alarm bell should have rang then when he said my tour is finishing. I thought, Derek Griffiths on tour. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, but then after that, then I'd start getting messages kind of like about other options he had on and other just giving pages. And, oh, could you just tweet about this one, Paddy? And, Oh, and there's another one here, and I'm trying to get this raised for this charity. We just, you know, so he was, like, blatantly yeah. getting me to reach... So, so he could get more money off people. Now, I, I... Listen, I'm not saying I'm the world's biggest expert on autism, right? But as a father of children with autism, I've got a pretty good idea of how it works. Yeah, of course. And if he's now saying, uh, or, you know, allegedly saying... Oh, I'm autistic. That's why I've done it. Yeah, it's just a. It, so do you, uh, I, you, I am aware. I've just said the word bollocks on radio. You've, you've just said bollocks twice. Looking at me saying, "Please don't say that word anymore, for God's <laughs> no, sake!" Sorry, um, so, uh, do, well, do you know what you're going to do? Are you going to go to the police? I know a lot of people are going to yeah. go to the police about it because it, it's fraud. Yeah, it's yeah, well, fraud. I, I think that's. The, I think I do. You know, believe that's the that's the right thing to do because every yeah. day it's fraud, and yeah. as well as being a fraud, kind of monetary. Um, it's it's identity theft as well. Yeah. You know, this is not someone who's set up... 
I've had umpteen accounts set up with, with my name in the past on Facebook and different things and what have you. And you just know they're not they're not that person. Yeah. So those parody kind of accounts, you kind of just dismiss. You know, I, I wouldn't chase anyone. I'm one up on that. But this was a bonafide blue tick. So it'll be interesting to see what Twitter say about it. Do you think that Twitter have got a bit of responsibility in this? Because t- to get a blue tick, you've got to kind of jump through hoops now. And they've just, it would appear, just given this out without really checking up on it. It's, it's such a... Honestly, since I spoke to you this morning, I've been racking my brains all day because, like you said, to get a blue tick is quite a... You know, I've got a, a stringent process. And I'm thinking, how the hell... Yeah. Has he done this? You know what I mean? But but regardless of that, the, uh, it, it should definitely be reported to the police. Uh, the people involved, that money should go back to the people. And, and I'm pretty sure the people will then give it to a, the charity yeah. it should have gone to. Yeah. I'm just glad, listen, £600 a lot of money. And I'm glad in a way that it was me who got done for it yeah. and not someone who just, uh, the goodness of the art, who has a nine-to-five job all week. Mm. You know, it's a lot, a lot of money. So, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll be following it over the place and totally, totally be doing that. How old are your kids, Paddy? Four and a half. I've got twins at four oh, and a half. Oh, mate! And I've got... I know, I've got a little girl that's uh, 14 months. Flipping heck, you've got... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hard work. Oh, Twins at four and a half, and a, uh, that is... Uh, well, good luck with that, man. Oh, God, oh, yeah, and I need it, Ian, trust me. <laughs> I need it, my friend. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm laying here in the front room on the couch, full of man flu. I've got Emma Willis on pause on Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm having a cup of tea, and I'm I'm just about calmed down from that call Good. this morning. Good. And let me tell you, I've never, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever met you before. Either. No. And I've never spoken to you before, but you're a jolly nice chap, and I appreciate appreciated that call this morning, sir. Well, God bless you, Paddy. Uh, the, the, very quickly, yeah. I work, so I've, I, 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 I thought I'm only the... saying that because you've got a terrible name in the industry. Yeah, thank you. It's the sad thing is that's true. Did you have you found this this celebrity Big Brother opening a little bit lacklustre? Well, d- don't give me any spoilers because I'm okay. not far behind. I'm okay. literally on Boris Johnson's sister. Oh, OK, that's all right. Wrong. You've got quite that's a way to go. Wrong. Paddy, listen. <laughs> when I say I'm on Boris Johnson's sister, yes. please don't say that out of contact. I found her surprisingly sexy. But anyway, that's, we're going off on a tangent. Uh, Paddy, no, listen, it, mate, it's so lovely to talk to you. Lots of love to the kids. And uh, listen, next time you're doing something fun, come on and talk about something fun. I certainly will, Ian. And listen, um, keep in touch, mate, and let yep. me know... Yep. If you finally speak to this person. Okay, we were so and, close. And we were so keep, close keep to talk to him. We will do, mate. Nice well, one. Thanks, Paddy. All right, all right. And take care. Try. Cheers, Catherine. Bye. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. What a nice man. What a nice potty mouth man. Um, uh, half past nine this morning. Yeah, but he had a shock. I mean, imagine. <laughs> yeah, we got to say again. Maybe I should have said this at the start. You know, Derek Griffiths, as far as we're aware, has absolutely nothing to do with this. He's certainly not been trousering any of the money. No. Um, he is. I know um, from speaking to various people who want to remain nameless. He is aware of what is. Uh, he was so, well. He was certainly aware that, that there was someone running a Twitter account pretending to be him, and uh, I, I was told he didn't know what to do about it. But Right. That, that's so, so, so we, we know that. Well, you know, I contacted his agents yes. yesterday. I still yep. haven't heard anything. Okay, well, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're very, very busy. But yeah, they know. They know. Um, 
So that's kind of where we are. The, the, the gentleman's... Uh, we, uh, we, listen, the reason we can talk about this so freely is because charges haven't been, been pressed yet, made yet. Once they do, then we can't talk about it, because that's um, subjudice, and that's the way the law of the land works. Um, but the, the, the gentleman... I'm not going to say his last name, but it's a gentleman called Lewis, and um, uh, I have been emailing him a lot today... And uh, he was yay close to coming on. Yay close to coming on. We were going to pre-record something at half past eight. And uh, the reason I mention his autism is because um, there are a lot of really angry people. There are a lot of really, really angry people. Um, And they've got a right to be angry because they have been fleeced. I mean, Paddy got done for 620 quid, I think. Um, I, I think the going rate was about 250 which is one of those sums of money. It's a lot of money, but it's sort of not a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 two it's hundred fifty quid. It's like you know, it's it, it is a lot of money, but it's not a, a grand lot of money. Right. If you've got that to spend on a donation, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, two hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, to a lot of people, it's you know, it's, it's everything. But anyway, um, so people have got a real right to be angry. And I know that he's that, 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 that people are claiming they've been sent abusive messages, supposedly by Derek, but obviously from this person. Um, and this person has, you know, this person has said to me in the email, yes, I did it, and I've done wrong, and I'm going to go. He's, he told me that tonight he's been to the police. I don't know if he has or not. Um, but here's where we kind of need, I think, and I would suggest to just be aware that, yeah, we can be angry and we can, you know, we can direct our anger at this person, but, 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 but. Um, I can't think of a comfortable way of saying it, so I'm, I'll just say it. I don't want a young lad to kill himself because of this. Do you know what I mean? And um, so but I'm trying to avoid a Twitter pile-on, basically, because, um, yeah, this bloke has done wrong. Of course he's done wrong. He's done a terrible thing, and hopefully it'll get sorted out. If you bought stuff through eBay, you should get your money back. I saw a few people today saying they got their money back. Um, but I don't want him, I don't want anyone to, to feel so scared and so pressured and so overwhelmed that they go and top themselves. Is this the is the thing. thing. What we're trying to achieve here is yeah. that everyone the, the mess gets unravelled. Yes, and it's not about revenge. Yeah. Um, I'm going to phone up a guy called Vernon in a minute, who's also um, had a, loads of people sent me emails. So many emails. I opened, I opened my DMs last night on Twitter, which I don't really like doing, but um, I did, and I'm really glad I did actually, because I got a lot of a lot of good people um, got in touch that didn't want to discuss it publicly and didn't, don't want their names mentioned, and that's great. But it was just a lot of people that gave me addresses and gave me a telephone number and gave me email addresses and all kinds of things that have been really, really helpful today, so thank you. So, here's the thing, right? We're going to have a fun, silly show, OK? We're going to do a normal, dumb, silly, stupid show, OK? Um, but also... Uh, if you have been ripped off by um, uh, faux Derek, Ersatz Griffiths, if you have paid money, if you have sent him a, a, a donation to be auctioned, uh, if you have sent him money for someone else's uh, just giving page and you're pissed off and you're angry and you want to tell someone that you're angry or you want to phone up and say you feel stupid, even though you've got no reason to feel stupid, or you want to phone up and... and y- we can take those phone calls as well, OK? I would really, really love to hear your stories about it and your take on it. And um, and I, there will be people feeling stupid. But Paddy McGuinness is a bright bloke. He's a bright bloke. He got done for over 600 quid. 
He he totally bought into it. Totally bought into it. So there is no shame in this. There is there is nothing to be embarrassed about if you pay if you paid over money. Um, then, you know, give us a call, 0344 499 1000. And you might think, actually, I'm being a little bit soft and, you know, being a little bit namby-pamby in my attitude, but um, having spoken to a couple of, of, of people today, um, I certainly don't want anything grisly on my conscience as a result of this, OK? I just want to flag it up and I want people to get their money back and I want, you know, punishment... Uh, to certainly be be given where it is appropriate, but I don't want you know, I don't want anyone to to, to die. It's not down to us to do the punishing, no, is it? No, 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 no. So if you want to take part, dear listener, and you can phone up with nonsense stuff as well. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back. I'm Ian Lee. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Let me give this um, um, Vernon a call. Where is his? Uh, so open my request. So it's all gone. Uh, my my uh, there we go. Vernon. Vernon um, sent me a message saying that he uh, got done. So uh, Vernon, if you're listening, I'm calling you up now. So put some trousers on for crying out loud. <laughs> You never know, do you? What um... doesn't matter what he's got on? It's radio. No, I know, but I, I'd know. Eight. No, I, I, why can't I read numbers? Because I've only had two hours sleep since I was mm-hmm. last here. That's why. That's why. Oh, wow! Well, we a loud old. Uh... He's got a loud ring, isn't he, this Vernon fellow? Yeah, hasn't he? Hello. Hello, Vernon. You are live on talk radio, and it's your chance to win a million pounds. <laughs> hey man, how you doing? You're right, it's Ian Lee. <laughs> That's a good way to relax my nerves. Uh, yes, <laughs> there's, there's no, there is no chance of winning a million pounds. I'm afraid, mate. No. Um, no. Uh, listen, thank you so much for you. You've been emailing me and DMing me. You, you got um, sucked in, didn't you, by uh, by Ersatz Griffiths? Totally, yeah. What happened with um, you? It was really interesting to hear what Paddy was saying because um, I'm very much in the same boat as him. So thankfully not to the tune of 600 quid. Yeah. Um, I followed Paddy on Twitter, as do lots of people, and I saw that uh, he'd won this lunch with Derek Griffiths. So I uh, commented on the tweet saying, wow, childhood hero of mine, fantastic, you're really lucky. Next time I pass an autism collection box, I'll stick a tenner in it. Yeah. And I genuinely meant to do so. And then... And the following day, I got a direct message from uh, that's Derek Griffiths yeah. saying, um, what was your highest bid you put in on eBay? You can have lunch as well if you want. Wow. <laughs> and you hadn't, put, you hadn't put a bid in on eBay? No, I didn't. Right. Because, like a lot of people in, um, I floated the idea past uh, my good lady wife. Yeah. And she said, she's slightly younger, doesn't remember Derek Griffiths. No. And uh, didn't like the idea of me blowing 250 quid on lunch with a 70s TV entertainer. <laughs> Damn these sensible people in our lives, huh? Crazy. So, um, and then I said to him, um, because I've had a telling off from my wife, I wasn't going to go for the full 250 quid. But yeah. I said, you are a hero of mine. Would it be okay if I donated 30 quid, say, and could you maybe send me a signed photo saying, you know, uh, to the best wishes, Derek Griffiths. Yeah. 
and I'd earmarked a spot in the downstairs loo already for Beautiful. And then um, I did the bank transfer, um, and then because it was late at night, it was about midnight, um, they flagged up on my online banking that it wouldn't go through for a little while. And that was, you know what you mentioned before, Ian, about him being a bit pushy and aggressive? Yeah. Well, that was the time when he said, what do you mean it's not going to go through until you know, the following day? Why? And then I had to explain that transactions processed after 11 o'clock may, you know... So, hang on, you, you were getting slightly stroppy messages from what you thought was Derek Griffiths <laughs> saying, Hello. how much money was it you sent? Uh, at that time, 30 quid. Saying, but... saying, why hasn't my 30 quid gone into the bank yet? Yes. I mean, what, I mean, I'm laughing because it does sound—it does sound oh, like a comedy show. So, what what did you think when when you know, in inverted commas, Derek Griffiths was giving you a telling off? I, I, to be honest with you, I thought, and please don't um, think bad of me for this, but I thought he is an older gentleman. Yep, yep. Um, showbiz, so perhaps hasn't had much experience of online banking. Is too busy. Appearing in award-winning tours and stuff, yeah. so maybe he doesn't understand that transfers take a bit okay. longer. So I gave him the, the benefit of the doubt on yeah. that basis. And then um, I'd say every two weeks—that was back in September, yeah. end of September—I'd say every two weeks or so, uh, I'd drop him a direct message saying, "Hi, Derek. All the best. Hope you're well, <laughs> etc." Really sickly, cloying. Hero worship messages. Yeah, no, you know, no, no, no. Are, I've just seen your message. You, know. you sent me the screenshot. They're polite message that you, you're being polite, you know, and and that's a that's a decent thing. This is someone you are apparently about to have lunch with, so of course you're trying to sort of you know get on your side. Of course you are. Well, yes, yes, yes. Um, but I'm still in the end for the signed photo. That was the thing. So I was yeah. just pushing for signed photos. Right? Um, and then every, and then I left it for a bit, and um, then. He said, no, I've still not had a chance to do it. And the last message I sent him um, in Catherine was uh, just before Christmas when I sent him a message saying, have you had a chance to do that signed photo yet? And uh, he sent me a message, which is quite funny, I guess, looking back, saying, sorry, I've gone straight to Panto from my tour, um, so I've not been able to do it. Your best bet is eBay. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, as well, because you think the money's going to charity, you can't really say, "Oh well, I'll have, I'll have my money back then, please." No, no, it's an awkward position because, yeah, you're giving the money out of the goodness of your heart because, like, you know, I, I don't have the, the direct connection that Paddy does with autism, but yeah. you know, it affects all of us. So my friends are directly affected by it, so it's. It's a charity bit to everyone's heart, so yeah, I was giving the money anyway, but must admit, I did want the same token. Yeah, of course. And you, um, I'm assuming that, that, so the money you paid to, it wasn't directly to an autism charity, it was to this Lewis gentleman, whose last name we're yeah. deliberately not mentioning. No, I, I, did, I yeah, uh, it was directly to Lewis's bank account. Right. And then, just, uh, sorry, just a, a bit more, I forgot. Yeah, um, go on. Midway through, so mid-October, he messaged me out the blue, uh, that's Derek Griffiths, um, to say, um, could you make a donation to my Just Giving page as well? Mm. And I thought, well, I'm already in for 30 quid for the signed photo. 
maybe if I chuck in another tenner, maybe it will speed up the same photo. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, the I... thing is, Ed, it's, 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 to me, the 40 quid, I can afford it, yeah. but a lot of people are in for the 250. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that was a, you know a lot of money to them. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. That's, that's you know when there's a lot of uncertainty about people's jobs at the moment. Two hundred fifty quid can be a lot of money. So the damage that this chap's done is for a relatively small amount of money that he's received. Yeah. a couple of grand maybe. I don't know, don't know how much, but I reckon a couple of grand. He's caused a lot of unhappiness to the individual people donating, and also the people like me, and also like um, your new friend Paddy McGuinness, yeah. won't be donating in future well, because we'll, think we'll smell a rat. Well, also as well, you know, forty quid to an autism charity is is forty quid that they've not got because it's gone into someone's um, someone else's bank account. You know, and, and I'm sure every autism charity. Could could do with forty quid, you know. It's um, every every penny uh, counts. Um, how do you feel about all of this? Because you've seen it all. Um, you've seen it all go off on on Twitter, and you've seen people, um, uh, you know, kind of talking about this. How, how do you feel knowing that you've been duped? I don't wish the guy. It's going to sound daft. I'm not as nice a person as you are, Ian. But I don't wish the guy personally any ill will or anything. No. Um, I think that what goes around comes around, and I think he's bought a large amount of bad karma for a couple of grand. Mm. So I wish him all the best with that. Uh, Vernon, thanks, mate. Thanks, thanks for, uh, for the, the emails and the, the, the DMs you sent. And, um, yeah, I appreciate your time. Absolute pleasure. All the best to you on the great show. Cheers, mate. You're a good man. Thank you, Vernon. It's good people, isn't it? It's just good yeah. people. Um, you know, I don't know. It's um, it's a strange old thing. What was the what was the autism charity that 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 Paddy mentioned? He mentioned a specific autism charity that he uh, does oh. stuff with. Did someone was someone with better ears than me? You he mentioned a specific autism charity, and I cannot um, remember. Um, was it Autism UK? Was it Autism UK? No, I don't think it was Autism UK. Someone, someone will, will, will tell us. The National Autistic Society, was it? Yes. Yes, it was that, was it? Um, yeah. uh, well, I, I kind of feel obliged to chuck them a few quid. Yeah. Because um, the National Autism Society. Let's have, let's have a little, little look-see here. Um, I'll tell you what we'll do. Do, do, do. Catherine, if you can find out if they've got, like, a Just Giving page or if they've got a way that people can donate easily, I'm, I'm in for 50 quid, um, and um, maybe we can tweet it and... Easy peasy, look. Can you, can, you, can you send me the link to my email? Yeah. And what I will do is I will tweet it, and if anybody feels that they want to chip in a couple of quid, then please do. If you don't feel you want to chip in a couple of quid... Don't have to. I just feel that because we're talking about it, and, and Vernon there saying a couple of grand. By my calculation, it's a bit more than that. I don't know how much, but it's it's a bit more than that. Um, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna chuck in fifty quid because I, I, I feel we, I feel we're getting content out of it. The very least I can do is is, is slip a few quid their way. Um, so what, I, this is this is what we'll do. I'm gonna ch- bung him a few quid. We will uh, tweet the link and let's see if we can turn what is a pretty 
grim story. Let's just see if we can kind of turn it around a little bit. This is what we'll do, and, and, and make it and give it some kind of positive ending. Okay, let's just see if through one person's um, um, well criminal activity potentially. I mean, the, the police will be getting involved, uh, and you know, misdemeanors. Let's see if we can turn it around and turn it into into a slightly better story. How's about that then? Uh, let's go to Giselle. Good evening, Giselle. Hey. Hey, Giselle. How you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm 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 all right. I'm tired, but I'm all right. What you got for us? I just um, I just wanted to come from this story from the perspective of someone with autism. Oh yeah, go on. Um, you might have to direct me a little bit because I don't have a, a particularly you know rigid viewpoint on it, but the whole thing just makes me really sad. Um, because I really feel for obviously the people that have been scammed that I've been scammed in the past. But I also feel for how this story is going to be taken, because if it does come to light, and I, I don't know, that um, the scammer in question does have autism, then it will come to light uh, about autism and then there'll be misconceptions. And I think um, it's just it's, it's really hard for someone with autism on a day-to-day um, in their lives, the way they lead their lives, to fit in. And I think what it comes down to with this this whole situation is the intent behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, was the intent to scam people out of money? Yeah. Or was the intent to try to fit in, to try to have friends on Twitter, to try to be liked? Why was that? And I know that, you know, I will get sick for saying that, and that's fine. But um, I think ultimately, why does somebody do anything and why was that is, is just as important as yeah. it is for the people who lost money to get it back. I, I think you're right. And um, I also, I should say that um, when I mentioned that this this guy potentially has someone has used the phrase to me severe autism, although I don't quite know what that means, but I'm just quoting it. Um, this has not come from this person, all right? This has not come from the conversations yeah. I've had with this person. This has come from two separate people who have done a little bit, who have done quite a lot of investigation into the story, into the backstory, and into what is going on, and they have both said to me just proceed with caution um because this could potentially be and again this doesn't you know i don't want this to take away from the people that have had money take you know given money under false pretenses but this um this could potentially be someone who is perhaps more fragile than maybe you know say me or kath or someone, uh, and again, uh, you know, I, d- d- doesn't take away from what has happened, and people are out of pocket and stuff like that. But I just, I just, you know, I, I, I want to approach this with caution, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I think you did an extremely good job there for somebody who doesn't have full knowledge of all the labels and all different things. Oh, well, there's so many labels, Giselle, and then some of them, some <laughs> of them are meaningless. Um, it would just go between autistics and non-autistics, right? Um, but I think it, uh, I, I do want to say um, I think it's very kind for you to mention the National Autistic Society because that money towards them, and I'm not promoting at all because I don't work for anyone. Yeah. But um, money towards them will help people, people that can get help. It's really hard to get help, but it's um, it also autism doesn't excuse the actions of no. a particular person. No, 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 not at um, all. And the difference between severely autistic and perhaps non-severely autistic, autism is, as is commonly used, a spectrum. And somebody with 
severe or classical autism may just have different needs to somebody who may function a little bit more easily in society. Yeah. Um, so that, that's the main difference, really. But I really hope that this story has a positive outcome and if it does go to authorities, that the guy in question gets helped as well as everybody getting their money back yeah. and there being justice. Yeah. Uh, Giselle, you're, 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 I'm saying this to everyone tonight. You're a good person. What, what, what good, kind-hearted people we've got listening to this silly show. Uh, Giselle, thanks very much for calling. Thanks, Ian. You too. Cheers with this. Ta-ta. 0344-499-1000. Oh, look. I can see... Uh, oh, we've got Thomas Walsh phoning up. He wants to play a song down the phone. Wonderful. Oh, we'll have Thomas Walsh on. Um, stay tuned, dear listener. We're going to find that link for the uh, National Autism Society and, uh, where you can give a few quid if you want to. And let's see if we can kind of turn this around and, um, uh, uh, you know, give this, you know, grim story. And it is grim. Let's see if we can, we can give it a bit of a happy ending. I can see it's already appeared in The Sun online and it might be in some of the papers tomorrow and that they wanted to talk to me about it and I... Um, decided, actually, I probably wouldn't talk to the papers about it because I didn't want to stir the pot. Um, so let's see what we can do. 0344 499 Thomas Walsh, a.k.a. Pugwash, stay there. Coming to you after this, sir. Moonlit musings for mums, madams and meatpackers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Just tweeted the link for the National uh, Autism Society. Uh, if you want to go and give them a few pennies, do it. If you can't, then don't worry about it. 0344 499 Lily, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. Every time we go to Thomas Walsh, he's got a terrible, terrible phone line. Maybe it- today will be a special day. I don't think so, Thomas. All right, Norman Collier, and I know that you're old enough to get that reference. Oh, God. Well, of course we are. Norman Collier's a legend. Do you remember? Norman Collier, right, this is proper entertainment, kids, he had three different acts. One of them was the broken microphone. Do you remember the other two acts he had? There was a chicken, wasn't there? There was a chicken, yeah, he did an impression of a chicken. And do you remember the other one? Um... A disgraced farmer? No, a disgraced farmer. <laughs> I don't want to know. No, he had um, he had a car door, and he would sit behind it and hold it, and he'd wind the window up. And when the window was wound up, you couldn't hear him. And then he'd wind the window down and talk through the door again. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is an act, guys. That is a proper <laughs> act. That's Collier. That's Collier. That's the, the classic best, Collier. Classic Collier. How are you doing, Thomas? You're right, fella. Well, I'm doing great, and I haven't spoken to you since all the madness, but well done. You did everyone proud. We all love you, and, you know, you know I'm on your phone call away. Bless you, brother. You to, Thomas sent me a text when I came out of the jungle saying, you probably won't want to talk to the likes of me now that you're famous. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, I might block his number, actually. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, mate. You're Listen, you're a legend. For those who don't know, Thomas Walsh, a.k.a. Pugwash, just delightful. If you're a fan of, I don't know, the Beach Boys, ELO, XTC, any of those people, you know, Beatles, you, you will, if you're a fan of melodic, harmonious pop, go and check out some Pugwash. You, you are in for an absolute treat. But he should have said that when you were doing I was second celebrity, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I do apologise, sir. Um I, Hey, I finally I, saw I, that um I finally saw that XTC documentary at the weekend. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's oh god, yes, it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, it's it's, it's going on showtime this week in in the US. 
It's so good, and it's. Uh, do you know what? And I, I love Andy Partridge, and I do think he is one of the greatest songwriters ever. But it's so nice to see the other members of XTC talking as well, isn't it? Absolutely, and uh, to see Terry Chambers looking the same. Does you know, he looks incredible? <laughs> well, he's yeah. been, been uh, he's been living over in Australia for the last thirty, forty years. He, he looks incredible. He anyway. has, have you got the- did you get a TC and I release yet? That's him and him and Colin Moulding did a release. No, I've not. I've not. Um, I've not heard that yet. Is it any good? Yeah, brilliant. It's just XTC, so check it out. TC and I. Brilliant. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go and check it out now. It says here on my screen, you want to sing yeah. a song with your guitar. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because I didn't know anything about this day, Griffith's Madness. But yeah. I obviously have. You know, I have got original vinyl of Bod and. You know, I have some other Derek Griffith stuff. I mean, maybe some Playaway albums. Yeah. So I, I, I can do the Bob Team Chair and just light everything up. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking and a I'll swig say- of um, Coca-Cola there. I, yes, and I'll, but- tell you, I'll tell you, I've, I found a kazoo as well. Hold on. <laughs> can you hear that? Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's. It is on Slurgy Norman Collier at the moment. Let's. Your phone is. Your phone is so terrible. This is next Christmas. Remind me to send him a decent telephone, one that's not made out of paper. Um, but <laughs> let, saying that, the Galaxy S Seven Edge. That's what I have. Well, maybe it's uh, maybe it's our end then. We'll get a decent phone system. Um, Thomas Walsh, take it away. Let's have what. the bod theme. I'll tell you what I've done. I've taken her off speaker now, but now I can't play the guitar. Oh, th- th- oh. that sounds good. No, I mean, no, I don't mean it, that not, you not playing the guitar sounds good. I mean, I mean, the phone quality sounds better. Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll put the phone down with the speaker off and I'll play the song. There we go. That sounds beautiful. It's only going to be 20 seconds long anyway. Well, yeah, you do it, fella. Away you go. I love him so much. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready? We're ready. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Well done, Thomas. You've you've um, you've made me. I've had two hours sleep since I was last in this radio studio, and um, yeah. you have made me laugh a lot. Thank you, brother. Hey, when well, you well, listen, I'm the fifty hour of bread now. We we know. I know. We, we, we keep saying this, but when are you when are you sort of somewhere near here where we can meet up? Well, hang on oh, a minute. I'll tell you we're going there. I'll tell you what's amazing. Sorry, Carter, you speak. You speak. We're we're, we're coming there. Are we? Yeah, we're coming to Dublin at the end of the month. Oh, my God. Well, that's brilliant. Well, then I'll see you in Dublin. But I am going on tour with Nick Hayward. Oh, oh. we love Nick Hayward. <laughs> yeah, so we, me and Nick will come into the studio at some stage. Oh, hey, Thomas. Here, now, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the funny thing. Because uh, Nick's got a new album out. Or it's been out a few months now, probably. And I keep yeah, thinking... Yeah, Echoes, yes. I keep thinking, oh, we should get Nick Hayward in one, one night. We should get... And I, and I never get round to it. It's one of those ones. It goes around in my head, and I never get to send the email. Oh, if we get you two in, mate, you could, you could have the whole show, you two. <laughs> I'll sort it out. Don't worry about it. Thank you, fella. <laughs> no uh, problem, mate. Thomas, I love you, man. 
I love you too. And thanks, Catherine. I'd love to see you in Dublin if you're here. So I'll send you a little text. I will yeah, do. See you later on. Bye-bye. 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 What's thanks a lot. See you. Everyone's being nice. Did that just happen? <laughs> Everyone's being so nice. We need, we need a real bastard to call in. Mm. Um, ah, here we go. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hey. <laughs> I'm a legitimate, I really am a bastard. Yeah, oh, we go. Jerry. What you got for us? I just like to say thank you for Twitter. I can't believe it. I, I, didn't, I didn't invent Twitter, mate. I, I don't know if you're thanking me for that. I didn't invent it. No, sorry, thank God. Oh, I tweeted, I retweeted a video that you made. Yeah, well, very good. I just want to say that people think Dave Griffiths yeah. is awesome and welfare, because he's got to begin coming through turmoil. And people who get the wrong idea of this could, could think he's Dave Griffiths. You could be thinking it's real day, Chris. You've got to protect him as well, so be, be very careful. Um, yeah, well, you've got... This, this is the thing. You've got to be careful. But when someone's got the blue tick, and it does... It, it's a, You know, it's, I think it's an important point. When someone's got a blue tick on Twitter, you think they are real. You take it at face well, value. That is the point of the but, tick. But it then meant that... When, when, when Paddy phoned me up today, for a while, I was thinking... Oh, is this really Paddy McGuinness? When we had the, the Joe McFadden yeah. last night, for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm DMing him and I'm thinking, this ain't Joe McFadden. And he, the poor lad phoned up. He don't know me from Adam. And um, he said, um, yeah, I just want to phone up to say that I am Joe McFadden. And I, I went... I treated him with extreme suspicion. I know you did. Cass <laughs> said, oh, he's on the phone. I said, what do you reckon? Is it him? You went, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't believe this is Jerry. But it's good to yeah, be suspicious. Thing. It's good to be suspicious about these kind of things. It just goes to show, though. It goes to show. I mean, because to get a blue tick, a white tick on a blue background, technically, all right, pendant. you've got to... Um, normally, you've got to show, like, proof of like ID and all this sort of stuff. But obviously, some people are getting around that. Yep. Yeah, there's fake, fake ones out there, apparently. Catherine, yeah. Je- Catherine's just je- jealous, Jerry, because she's been trying to get a blue tick for the last two years. Yeah. And even the kids in the office have got blue ticks. Yeah. And Kath ain't got now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pose as Felicity Kendall. <laughs> oh, Felicity Kendall. Felicity Kendall. Yes. Wasn't she in The Good Life? Yes, she, she was. was. Yes. Richard Bryan, is he still with us, Richard Bryan? Nope. No, he died, he died recently, didn't he? He did loads of voiceovers, remember? Loads of voiceovers. He yeah. was the voice of uh, the, the Midland Bank. Come and talk to the listening bank. The Midland he's, Bank. He's only taking on this McDonald's and KFC. He's only taking on this voiceover of McDonald's. He's a bloke, sounds irritating. He's only bloody O2 top of line as well. I'm not, I'm not getting a word you're saying, but I'm enjoying your enthusiasm. I'm going to put my dying fly with you on that. I'm going to cut you off. Bye, bye, Ian. Thank you. Bye. There we go. Let us go to... Oh, let's go to Lily. Good evening, Lily. Hi, Ian. Hey, Lily. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, you, you can hear me tapping away. It's because I'm just um, doing this donation to the National Autism Society. So, um, uh, But I am listening. I am paying full attention. Um, what have you got for us? Um, well, I had a liver transplant in November, and I was just... Um, wanted to ask you what your views were on organ donation and if you think that um, we should um, introduce an opt-in, an opt-out system. Uh, yeah, no, I do think we should have an opt-out um, system. You're, how old are you? You sound young. Fifteen. Fifteen. And you had a liver transplant at fifteen? Yeah. Flipping heck. What, can I ask, what, what was wrong with your liver? Um, well, when I was born, I was... Um, I had a rare and life-threatening type of liver disease and um, when I was six weeks old, I had a operation to kind of just buy me time until um, I was old enough to have a transplant. So. Oh, blimey. 
That's, yeah. that's, isn't that incredible? I'm always amazed what they can do these days with science and what yeah. they can do with tiny little babies, because you, you may not be aware of this, but six-weeks-old babies are tiny. Is it, true yeah. the, is it true with the liver that you can take a slice of someone's liver and it kind of grows? No. Yeah, you can't do that, yeah. No. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, um, it's the only organ that can, like, regenerate and stuff. It's not mad. It's a strange one. Um, so what do I think? Yeah, no, I... Um, we did this... Oh, me and Kath did this a few years ago when we were at another radio station and I hadn't at that point signed up for organ donation. It was one of those things I forgot. So, I've, so I did it while we were on the air. I've signed up for it. And um, they people take whatever you want. I'm not bothered, you know, when I go. Have whatever you want. Um, here's the thing, Lily, and this is the thing we found out. When we did this as a phone-in, People would say, um, you can take whatever you want, but don't take my eyes. Yeah, Remember well, Kelly Betts was like that, yeah. don't take my eyes. Which is weird, isn't it? Because you can do stuff with eyes, with corneas. Yeah. I've signed over the lot. Yeah. If any of it's any good, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do think um, it should be an opt-out system. And I can understand, you know, when... Someone you love dies, and you know the doctor comes in and says, you know, asks that question. I don't know how they ask that question, you know, but but you know the, the, your the organs from your son, your daughter, your husband, your dad could save some lives. I can understand why some people might be very protective and not want you know the body defiled in that kind of way, and that's fine, and I respect that choice. But if you've already specified that that's what you want, it kind of takes it out of their hands, doesn't no, it? I think you, they can you, still you say can no. Still override they? it. You can you can still be over. But at least it's there. Yeah, and they know that's what you want. Uh, but I think it's I've I've told my family that they can that, that you know that when i'm dead you can have whatever you want i don't care so you're um, gonna get buried or burned isn't i it? can understand um do you know where your liver came from lily um yeah it was donated by a 19 year old man wow um and do you uh, c- 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 if i ask something you don't want to answer just tell me to get lost but i find it i find it fascinating i've never spoken to someone in your position um and did you um knowing what you know about that 19-year-old man, how does that make you feel? Um, I mean, obviously, it's, like, really sad that someone's, someone's died, but... Mm. Um, and obviously, you feel really awful for their family, like, what they must be going through and everything. Yeah. But um, I've always just looked at it as, you know, it's, some, it's a part of life and it happens and you're just... You know, the people that have to go through it are just... It must be awful, but it's just something that happens. This is this will sound patronising, but I don't care. You've got a very mature outlook at the, on, you know, for a fifteen-year-old, and uh, I know fifteen-year-olds have mature outlooks. I'm an old fart, and I sound like an old man. It's tough. <laughs> deal, deal with it. I'm out of touch, and I'm patronising you. Well done. There you go. We should just patronise people. That's what we should do. Um, uh, you, you raise a really interesting uh, point, Lily. When did you have the opera? How long ago did you have the the, the transplant? Um, I had my transplant on the fifth of November. And um, everything's going well? Yeah, everything's going well. I had a little bit of rejection whilst I was still in hospital, but um, I was given a really high dose of steroids, which cleared that. So uh, apart from that, I'm doing really well. And how, lo- how long does that does that work forever now? Or is it like 20 years? What do, what, 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 what do they say? Um, I think it all just, just depends on that person and how well they do. I mean, some people can spend the rest of their life with their the liver that was transplanted but others 
it might only last a few years, so it just depends, really. It's incredible. Uh, Lily, thank you so much for calling. You've given us, you know, something to think about, and I hope you give us a call again. (laughs) Thank you. Cheers, Lily. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Make you think. Don't make you think. Imagine being um, 15 and going through that and being so, you know, not even two months ago. Um, and that is, that is a big old operation yeah. and being so calm and about it. Also, but imagine, she's had to deal with a lot of stuff. Yeah. But also imagine being the parents and of, of a six, six week old having an operation. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And your 15 year old, you know, I know she's a, she's a 15 year old young woman, but 15 year old little baby when you're a parent, you know, going through that. It's, um, it's remarkable. Here's, I've spoken to people whose um, loved ones have been donors. Yeah. And it's a, it is a testament to the, to the whole family, actually. One, that they've got someone who wants to give that gift, but yeah. also that they go through with it, because as you yeah. say, it's hard. But from what I've heard from families, it kind of, in a horrible situation, it's a little bit of solace. Yeah. That they've yeah, made yeah. a difference. And that, oh, it, yeah. you know, someone who's suffered or someone who's died or someone who's died too young. Yeah. It's not been a complete waste, yeah. you know? Oh, no, exactly. But then I can also imagine, um, you know, my beautiful boys, yeah. um, the thought of, you know, what would need to take place for their heart and their organ, you know, to be to be taken out. And I can also imagine that being a really big thing, to big decision. Of course, it's a big decision, a big decision to make and, yeah. and, and, and not an easy one to make. Yeah. Anyway... What a first hour of the show. People tuning in for a late-night frolic through the tulips um, are wondering what the hell is going on. Ray, stay there. We will come to you after the news. 03444991000. Karen, talking about Derek Griffiths and organ transplants. I also want to talk to you about Japanese television, guys. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I I've been seen with Farrah I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone past with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV Watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy While I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I told ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay Good evening, Ray. Good evening. 
Good evening, good evening, good evening. Well done. That's four good evenings in a row. That's almost a world well, record. Well, well, last night, I, I, I wasn't quick to the mark, and then you went for someone else, so I thought... You got me... There's no, listen, this, this show is um, nothing if it's not quick, and you have got to dive <laughs> straight in there, fella. Well, yeah, I was a little bit lazy last night, so I've learnt my lesson. That long pause would, would, would spell otherwise. So, first of all, yes? um, you, can, you can no longer refer to me as um, Muffled Ray because the guy earlier, um, he was more muffled on about a ten times percentage. Who? who which guy? Um, oh, what the guy that the singer, the singer? No, no, no Tom, 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 Thomas Walsh. He wasn't muffled. Tom, well, he was. No, he me. wasn't. His phone kept dropping out, but he wasn't muffled. Who's this, muffled Ray? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Is he going to get that? He's saying that, that, that Thomas was muffled. He wasn't muffled. No, he was breaky uppy. Yeah, he was breaky uppy, and it's just because he had it on speaker, speaker. Okay. Well, anyway, I've got my sensible head on tonight. Okay. Just one second, Catherine. When Ray's finished, remind me to talk to you about boomerangs. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, just, I've just remembered the boomerang story. Anyway, go on. It's a good one. It's a good so, one. So, um, before I tell you the story about where I wasn't duped and still spent a load of money... Yes. Um, prior to that, and you're gonna, this is the bit where I praise you both. Whenever you come up with things like this, um, you two are the best for dealing with things like this because you did it with the guy in Liverpool with the concert that never happened. Yes. Uh, so you always do a good job, and you're very, you're very, very good. At well, here's here's the thing. People. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right, Kathy's like a proper trained journalist, so she uh, is good at she is good at getting. No, she is. So laughing. It's true. It's, it's not a joke. No. She's a proper trained <laughs> no. journalist. Doing this for quite a long time. So she and she's been doing radio longer than me, um, and so she's excellent at getting facts and um, getting names and getting details. She's also excellent. And she's always my go-to at what we are allowed to say and what we are not allowed to say. And um, I was I was kept messaging Kath today saying, right, well, can we say this, this and this? And she goes, well, you can say this. You can't say that. And you could possibly say that. It depends what happens. In the... And I was looking at her the whole time I was talking to Paddy just to, just to see if I got the hand. Yeah. The other thing is I used to work at three counties. I used to work on a brilliant consumer programme, which I hated at the time because yep. I found it a bind. But... The more I do this sort of stuff, the more I realise that it was preparing me for this <laughs> bigger stuff, actually, you know, from but, taking but stuff back to shops doing. and knowing what your, your statutory rights are and all that stuff. It's all important. And I'm good at... Um, I just get pissed off when people get ripped <laughs> off. So <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Together. <laughs> it's like... We're it's formidable like, I'll tell you what it's like. We were in um, Nando's yesterday, right? I took my kids to Nando's. I have a cheeky Nando's, right? And the kids ordered from the kids' menu. And you order a main, two sides... And um, uh, either a drink or a dessert, and it's five ninety five, yeah. right? But um, the boy, w- one boy wanted a dessert off the main menu, the adult menu, and the other one wanted um, a refillable Coke, which isn't which is an, a grown up drink. So I went right. We'll have from the kids menu. We'll have um, chicken wings, uh, not spicy, please. We'll get corn on the cob, and we'll get chips. And she went, okay. What what would you like to choose a drink or a dessert? I said no. She went, no, you, you have to. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> she, said, I, she, said, she said, I can't ring it through unless you choose one. And so I said, well, I don't want one. And she said, and this is where I got annoyed, she said, she said, this is true, she said to me, 
well, you have to have one. And then I sort of looked at her and went, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. And that, my friends, is a day in the life I, of Ian Lee. I didn't, I didn't want one. I hate it. I hate that. I hate that when you go... It was free. No, it's I, like, tell you what. Just don't give me a drink. I'm going to pay the same money. Yeah. I said, just <laughs> yeah. ring it Just ring it through. I said, I can't ring it through. You've got to choose one. Yeah. I said, I don't want one. I had that once at Marks and Spencer one year. You know when they sometimes, well, they'll chuck you a kid's toy, a yeah. jigsaw or something. Yeah. I don't know if they do it anymore. I said, I don't want one. And the way she looked at me was like, yeah. but it's free. Yeah. I said, but I've got enough stuff. Yeah, yeah. But her face went completely, I mean, she went white as a sheet and... But this does not compute. Well, the, oh, the McDonald's, right? I think this is how it works. I was at the McDonald's drive through the other day because I'm trying to lose weight. And um, <laughs> what, so driving through makes it... All I wanted... Oh, all I, I wanted... Make a serious phone call. Shut up, shut up. All I wanted, <laughs> right, was um, a, a burger, a hamburger and a milkshake. Ah, the diet option. Right. And she said, "Do you want to make that into?" A, she said, "Do you want to make that into a meal?" I said, "No." I said, "No." I said, "It is a meal." She said, "No." Do you want to make it into a meal? It's like a package. I said, "No." She said, "Well, if you get fries with that, it's cheaper." I said, "Right, you're telling me if I order more things, I pay less money." <laughs> she went. This is all on the the drive-through intercom. She said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, I don't, I don't want it." She said, "But it'll be cheaper." I said, "I don't want it." You should have bought it. And then left the chips on the and side. Ch- chucked them in her face. Well, no, just said, enjoy your chips. Um, has anyone ever had sex? What? Where did in, this come from? In a McDonald's <laughs> uniform. What? Because they are the most <laughs> unflattering, unsexy. Because most uniforms I get, right? Uh, police, lady policemen. Oh, blimey. Lady policemen? Yeah, yeah no, just traffic, ignore him. Traffic just... wardens, I get. Um, lollipop ladies, I get. Um, <laughs> what about um, it's the hat with the lollipop ladies? Would a tabard qualify as a uniform? Um, if, if she was working in a yeah, yeah, laundrette, would. yeah, yeah, laundrette or, or, or school kitchen. Oh, god, no, not but, in the school kitchen, dinner lady, yeah, dinner lady. But but the McDonald's <laughs> uniform, I, I would really, I would really struggle with that. I would really struggle with that. So, if you've ever had sex in a McDonald's uniform. Good grief. Ray, what was the point you wanted to make? No, so um, I I spent a lot of money but wasn't duped. Um, So up until a few years ago... Hang on, the the phone-in isn't... Expensive stuff. What have you bought? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's charity. It was charity-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I always... uh, My father died years and years ago from cancer, so I always sort of donated to cancer charities. Yeah. And because I love comedy, I then started doing things for comic relief. Oh, going yes. back about ten years. Yes. Um, so in 2011, comic relief—it's every two years—and they always do a charity auction. Um, and at the time, I just left the police. I wasn't earning, you know, well, I wasn't earning anything, but I had a few quid in the bank, and I bid for a um, a Jonathan Ross to go and see his show, the Jonathan Ross show meeting backstage and sort of two tickets front row to enjoy his chat show. Yeah. And spent, I'm not sure if I should say how much, but it was over a thousand pounds. Yes. Um, and it was through the comic relief website. So it was all above board. Yeah. Um, anyway, cut a very long story short, uh, about 18 months passed and they never contacted me. And I sent emails through comic relief and they said, yeah, we'll chase it up. We'll chase it up. Yes. 
Um, and then the next COVID relief came along in 2013. Yeah. And I, bid, I thought, well, I think I'm going to have to write this off. Because like you said earlier, because the money had gone to charity, yes. I didn't feel like I could ask for it back. Yes. So what you're um, saying is um, Jonathan Ross has stolen money from you? <laughs> no, no, because he didn't get the money. It went to COVID relief. But obviously these people bid... So, so, to sort to commentary saying yes, if, you know we'll offer this if if it raises money. So anyway, so 2013 comes along, um, and because I'm a bit stupid, I then bid to go on a. Uh, Mark Watson is a famous comedian who does 24 uh, hour shows. I know Mark Watson. Yeah, of course. Well, I, I've met him a few times. Um, so he he was doing it. He wanted to go one better than his Edinburgh shows, and he did a 25 hour show in London. Yes. For comic relief. Okay. And it was it was at the Pleasant Theatre. And like I the bid... of this phone call. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I, I bid four four hundred quid to not only get two tickets to see his twenty five hour show. Where are you getting all this money from? Are you I'm selling drugs? <laughs> no. Because I could do but with not only, some. Not only to do, not only to get two tickets to the show, but he said yeah. I'd also get twenty minutes on stage in front of the audience. Oh yeah. And, and me being a lunatic, I thought, God, that, so that's like a, a free stand-up slot. Self-declared lunatic. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so I, I did that. I won that for four hundred quid. Yes. And I, his show started at eleven p.m. on Thursday and finished at midnight on Friday. Oh God, I want to die. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought he would put me on stage about four o'clock in the morning when there was nobody there or everyone was asleep. But he, he, he decided to put me on at 8 o'clock on the Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Right. And we got chatting, and then I mentioned this Jonathan Ross Oh, I'll get bring, bring, bring it back, yes. <laughs> anyway, cut a very long story. Too late. Too late. One. Too late for that, I'm buddy. I'm alive. Anyway, 11 o'clock that night, Jonathan Ross then turns up, having been on the Adam Hill show. Yes. Um, and they bring it up, the fact that he has never... What happened? Um, Just tell us what happened. <laughs> well, they made Jonathan Ross pay £5,000 to charity, but I still never got to see his show. Thanks very much for calling. Jeez. Well, let's go to Dennis before he dies. Evening, Dennis. Good evening. I've been trying to get through to you. I, I want to wish you a Happy New Year. Oh, God. Don't be depressed. I'd be depressed if I'd been out there in, a, in Australia with those non-entities. Yes, well, OK. There wasn't one of them that was any good. No. Nope. And they, as, as for the fellows who do run the programme, they couldn't make me laugh at particular me. OK. Anyway, all the best. I hope you have a lovely time. And don't be depressed, by Christ. OK, that's, that's, that's my depression cured. Sorted. Um, so, um, let's go to a break and then I'll tell you the boomerang story. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. So, um, I bought the boys boomerangs back from Australia. <laughs> cool, you got to, haven't you? You got to, and they love it. And we took the dog out for a walk the other day, and we tried over the big field, and we tried to do the boomerang, and we couldn't. And it's just, just you know, three idiots. And then going to get it. And going to get it. <laughs> so we did that. Um, uh, and um, as we were driving into London last night to bring him into work, um, my youngest said, oh, can I look on YouTube for videos on how to throw a boomerang? So I pulled over 
And I went on YouTube and I put boomerang instructional video. And there's some videos came up, right? Mm. So um, he's watching them. So I gave him the thing. He's watching them. He's driving along. And I can hear it. Forearm or backhand? What is it? Is it that? It's, I, I wasn't watching. I was driving, mate. All right. You'd have to ask him. So, um, so he's watching it. And, and you, go in, you go down the rabbit hole when you're on your YouTube. So, so then another video comes up about boomerangs. Then a video comes up about um, someone making their own boomerangs. Oh. And then a video comes up for the one show about the world record biggest boomerang throw, right? And it's a big old boomerang, a really big thing, right? You've got to throw it 20 metres and it's got to come back to you within 10 metres of where it was thrown. And then that happened. And then it went to a magician um, doing a trick with a boomerang. And I'm listening to it. I like magic. And I'm listening to it. I think, oh, this is sounding good. And then it got to... Um, it got, this is, OK, so then he's he's doing a routine, and it's a little bit fresh, but I'm thinking, oh, it's OK. What do you mean, fresh? It's a little bit... He's, he's, doing, a, he's doing a comedy routine. Right. right. This magician, right? He's going to do a trick. I'm waiting for the trick. And then he, he, he talks about something, and he, he says something about, oh, it's just because I'm sexually attracted to um, Ryan Reynolds. I thought, that's a little bit, Jeff, but we'll let it go. And then he said... Um, um, <laughs> oh God! What? Well, my kid's five, right? And then he said, "Well, I say I'm sexually attracted to Ryan Reynolds. I, if, if if push came to shove, I, I I probably would. I'd push him down and shove my dick in his mouth." <gasps> and I, we're driving along, and I'm going, "Whoa, but whoa, buddy, whoa, hey, yes, let me, whoa, 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 whoa." And my youngest is going, "What?" I said, "Whoa, I don't think, I don't think you've read to." And I, di- I didn't have a clue what to say. And I'm going, well, yes, I don't know what I went. And I take <laughs> a break. Yeah, I was, no, don't, no, 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 let's, let's listen to Radio 4, shall we? I mean, very, very, very Jeff. Very Jeff. And then he did a trick. What was it? We didn't get to the trick because he'd done that. Flipping egg. That reminds me, I had a similar reaction, didn't I, when um, you got me to read that fan fiction off air yesterday. Oh, oh. Because the boys were sitting there and you said, yeah. well, read this, Kath, and... Get it up. Oh, pardon? Get it up. I, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Involuntarily, I went, oh! Yeah. So, and then, of course, you've got two little boys going, what, what? Find the fan fiction about me. This is, this is fan fiction is, um, is erotic stories written by fans. This one's a bit nicey-nicey, if I'm honest. Well, here's I'm the... I'm him to go a bit... Here's, here's the thing... Right. She, one of the authors is listening to the show. Oh. Just listening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You've given her some imagery to conjure with tonight, I tell you. In it. Um, Let's have a look. Anyway, it's very nice, and I, I like the romantic nature of you it. You find it. It's not like that filth that they write about One Direction. You find it, and I'll get some, some appropriate music. In the meantime, let's talk to Sarah. Hello. Hey, Sarah, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very, very well. What you got for us? I was wondering, what was your take on, or your opinion on using cannabis oh. for medicinal purposes? Um, are you for or against? Why? Well, why? Why do you care what I think? I don't. Know, I just think it's something that should be spoken about more. It's because... Spoken about all the time, man. Yeah, but I. I still think there's still a long way to go because it helps people out, and 
I, um, I don't know. I just think, why is it not legal yet? Well, I, yeah, but like, what would you think of that? What would you? You would don't. You be you, for you, you don't but why do you don't care what I think? You want it to be legal, and and that's great. You don't care what I think. Yeah, I do. I care what people like would think about that. Because why I think do you it's... care? Why do you care what I think about um, medicinal cannabis? I don't know. I just I would like to know your opinion on why? it and your why? view. Why? I don't know. Right, I just, exactly. I... When you can tell me why you would like to know... Um... Because it's something that's quite important to a lot of people, and a lot of people are wondering why it's not legal yet, and they would, you know, like the NHS or whoever would happily give you morphine, which causes addiction, and, the, you know, I've been on it myself. I suffer with a lot of pain. I take a lot of medication, and... It's something that's quite important to me. So I suppose it's just... I just wanted to get your view on it, really. But, but... you still not told me why you want my view on it. What what difference will that make in your life? It wouldn't make most, no. much difference in my life, to be fair. But no. this is a talk show, so I thought I'd ring you and ask Oh, no, you can, phone in about, you can phone in about anything you want. I just... My, my one thing is... I just find it, Sarah... Um, it, it, it it's there, there are certain things yeah. that I find um, that that lazy radio presenters do as phone-ins. There are three. There are three things. Well, three and a half, four things. Three and a half things that lazy radio presenters will do if it's a quiet night. They will um, do a phone-in about should we bring back hanging. Right. They will do a phone-in about, and this is where it's one and a half. Um, old sweets from the 70s or old kids shows from the 70s. Yeah. And they will do, should we legalise cannabis? And it's just, I, I kind of have sort of an unwritten rule that I won't do any of those things. Oh, OK. Well, I wasn't aware of that. No, no, no I know, and I'm not telling you off. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, it just, because it gets us, it gets us nowhere. Right, OK. Fair enough. OK, then. OK, if that's how you feel, then that's your opinion on it, I suppose. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, well, no, no. It's, no, it's not I my know. opinion on it at all. I've deliberately not shared my opinion on it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's your choice, so that's fair enough. I'm, okay. I'm pro-choice in that respect. Yeah. OK. No, it's just, it's just because having, like, experience going through hospitals and yeah. different medications... Yeah. I just, I you know, it's something that I think. But you say you, you mentioned the ca- you mentioned being addicted to morphine. You can be addicted to cannabis. Yeah, you can. You can. Of course, you can. But that's that's where I think um, I don't understand why it isn't legal yet. In the sense of with morphine, the side effects and what it does in the but, long but, run. But cannabis is used by the NHS. Yeah, but they, they're not really... They're, they're more likely to hand you over morphine or fentanyl. And personally, I don't want to touch that. I don't, I don't want to go back on that. And it took me a long time to come off the morphine. So, you know, and especially if you've been admitted into A&E, you know, that's the first thing they kind of want to give you. And it's just... I don't know if there was, like, another option or if they made it a bit more easier, I think... You know, and not only that, I think it would take a lot of, um, you know, people off the streets in that sense of, like, what? drug dealers. But it w- obviously, you always have drug dealers. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, no, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. 
you're talking about the, the NHS yeah. prescribing cannabis. That's not going to stop drug dealers. No, it's not. It's not. But I'm saying in the sense of, say, if someone was to go to a drug dealer to buy some cannabis for yeah. their pain, yeah. that will open. That could open a window to try and other drugs. Where you could no. eliminate that. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I've no. seen it myself. No, 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 with no. People no. I know. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't buy that. It's a gateway drug. I don't buy that. That's rubbish. In the sense of not in itself, but you know that person then going to that per, um, like dealer. No. No. Right, would be open to that dealer saying to them, "Do you want this or do you want right. that?" No, it doesn't work like that though. Okay. Well, don't it don't, don't, well, don't shut down. You, you wanted the conversation. You got one. Don't shut oh, it no, down not... by that. Oh, it no, don't, don't doesn't work. Like, it doesn't work like that. There are some people that will just smoke weed forever, and that's they're they're fine with that. And yeah, there are some people course. that will end up on heroin. But the, 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 the cannabis isn't a gateway drug to heroin. No, I understand that. I'm just saying it will stop. It, it could stop some people being exposed to other drugs, whereas no. they would they might not have been exposed to that if, in the if first If someone place. wants to get a bit of crystal or a bit of heroin or a bit of coke or pill or whatever, they'll, they'll, they'll get it. They'll get it. Yeah. OK, then. They'll get it. Oh, fair enough. But, yeah, well, that was basically oh. my, um, yeah, my, I, right. just my question to you. Nice one, Sarah. So. I've, drawn, I've drawn a box uh, around the word boomerang while we were talking. OK, sorry. Well, you've inspired um, me to be artistic. I don't know what I'm apologising for. All right, then. Okay. Um, you sound disappointed. I, no, I'm actually not disappointed. It's good to have... I think it's just good to have that conversation, personally. OK. Thanks for calling, yeah. Sam. Ta-ta. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, let's go to... Oh, God, I mean, they're all coming out of the woodwork tonight. Hello, Chris. Hello, Ian. Here we go. There's, there's that awkwardness that we've missed. Yes. There's that uncomfortable... I'll say to Catherine as well, hello. Hello. Yeah, you will say it. You will say it, and you'll say it with respect, and you'll stand <laughs> You'll stand tall and proud while you oh, say it. No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm standing up now. <laughs> I'm being awkward now. Now sit, but you, you, you've been awkward since you started. Um, yeah, hello. Yes. Good. So... What, what 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 do you want to get angry about with me tonight? For I, uh, I wasn't angry with you before, was I? Huh? I wasn't angry with you before. A bit, yeah. Was I? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I do apologise. I'm not angry tonight. Okay. Good. But when he was talking about McDonald's, I was thinking about um, my wife when she was in university. She's after. Can you remember the old Wimpy store? I was in a wimpy this morning having breakfast. I thought they I, sent, I sent Kath a picture of it, didn't I? Yes. I, I was in a wimpy. Did they have oh, proper plates? They had proper plates. I was I was going to have a big bender in, in a, a bun. In a wimpy. In a wimpy. I was well, in a wimpy wife... this morning in Boreham Wood, just round the corner from the Big Brother house. Well, I didn't know that. Yep. My wife used to have to, you know, like um, the mascots. She used to do that. The, the beef eater? Yes. He's a beef eater? <laughs> He's a beef eater? She was, yeah. He was a beef eater, I know. I thought they were closed. No. Well, there was one this morning. I was in it. It was open. I had a burger for breakfast. Right. Well, they don't still have, like, the squirty... Um, no, no, table, no, they, they didn't have they didn't have the tomato-shaped ketchup oh, dispenser. They, they've gone all posh. They had, oh, they... No, they've not gone posh. They had, they had a cheap own brand um, bottle of ketchup. Oh. <laughs> it's bloody good, though. 
Well, they must have closed them all down in Wales then, because I, I've not seen Wimpy down here for, mind you, I haven't seen... What, what I was ringing up, when, when he was talking about scams, I haven't been scammed, no. I've been robbed a few times. Quite a few times. I know a lot of iPads have gone missing, haven't they? Hi. Are you sure you've been robbed? Because if I remember correctly, you're blind. If you just not put them down somewhere, they've them, then been a little bit and... disorientated by a no, by no, 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 wind no, no, or something. No, I got robbed. I shouldn't have gone into the bar, I got robbed. Yep. The court that get to rob me... He's got to pay me. It's not about the money. I didn't want the money. No. He's, pay, he's got to pay me mm. 20 quid back a month. I don't want that money. I no. donate it. Like you're saying about donating to autism. I don't. I, I donate it to another charity. I don't want that money back. And then I got robbed. It was about this time last year. I, I had to go up to London for a couple of days. I know, you told us, you've told I us. See, I'm going through old stories then, am I? Sorry. There we go. Yeah. So I still, oh, even yeah. though I don't ring you, I still listen to you. I still like listening Paul to is, you. Paul has tweeted. And all the Paul callers you Paul is, Shut up. Paul has tweeted, shut up. Paul has tweeted, Ian shouldn't be allowed on air with only two hours sleep. He's absolutely ruthless. I have, this isn't even an exaggeration, right? I know, <laughs> Is it like you're, you're drugged out? What? <laughs> you're drugged out with a lack of sleep. Uh, so I got to the hotel last night in um, Watford, got yeah. there at two o'clock, right. couldn't get to sleep, right. um, and then I was up at five, and I, I kept waking up every 20 minutes. I was having a horrible nightmare about my kids and kept waking up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm not laughing at... <laughs> and then, um, so I've had two hours sleep, and then I finished the show and went back to bed and couldn't sleep, and then and then I had to go to a different hotel, and I couldn't sleep. So I've, I've had two hours sleep. I'm absolutely off my nut. Well, And then I'm going to get two hours sleep tonight, and I'm going to be on GM TVAM tomorrow I'm morning not, again! Well, I, know, I hope they pay you enough. Oh, You've got to do this for the next couple of weeks, you yeah, say. Oh, then, yeah. let's, just, let's just say it's well worth the... Uh, it's, well <laughs> worth, it's well worth the hass. Like, I, 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 I suppose they've gone away for, uh, for New Tests. Year's Eve. Oh. Messed up again. Bought night... Hello? Hello, caller. Yeah. Hello, Chris, are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me, Chris? Yeah. I should have gone down to West Wales. Chris? Back, back beyond. Can Chris hear me? Yes. Hello, Chris. Yes, I'm listening. Hello? I don't know if you can hear me. Chris, Chris, are you there? Yes. Hello, Chris. You're not taking the... Hello, Chris. You're not taking the mic like me now. Hello. I know you do it to other listeners. You're not doing it to me. I... Hello, Chris. Chris. Yes. Ah, there you are. Chris, what have you got for us? I was saying... I tell you what, come and tell us after this break. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hello, Line 2, you're on the wireless. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, caller. You're live on the radio. Hello. Yes, hello, caller. Hello. Yes, caller. You're live on the radio, caller. Um, I'm going to speak. Okay. Um, let's go to Morgan. Good evening, Morgan. 
Pivot. Hey, Pivot. How are you, how's your day today? Um, it was really exciting. I went to the Big Brother house. I appeared on GMTV. Um, I found out that I'm going to be interviewed by James O'Brien tomorrow, one of my favourites for a podcast that he does. Um, uh, watched some Jeremy Kyle for the first time in years and found it absolutely hideous. And um, watched um, the season finale of season one of American Ninja Warrior which is the greatest show of all time. If they could combine that with um, Naked and Afraid, then I'd be quids in. Is it better than Slippery Stairs? Oh, flipping it, Morgan, right? So get this, right? I was trying to... When I was in Japan years ago, I saw this amazing show, and I can't think what it's called, and I can't find it on YouTube, right? It was basically a live-action Where's Wally? And what it was, there was was a studio, and there were contestants in the studio, and there would be a big screen, and you would see a shot, a live shot, of a street, right? And you could see um, across the road and you could see uh, parked cars and you could see buildings and stuff like that. And you had to look at it and try and find where someone was hiding, right? And you'd look and you'd, you'd really struggle. And then what would happen is you'd point to where you thought the person was and then the, the announcer would go, OK, I won't do the accent. Well, the person, please stand up. And you'd see someone who was like... Painted his head was painted like the wheel of the car, and his body was painted like the right. It was he was camouflaged, and he'd stand up and wave like do a big wave, and it was brilliant, right? And I can't find this program, but in trying to find it, if anyone knows the show, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. In trying to find it, I stumbled down the Japanese television rabbit hole and found this great show that apparently did the rounds on, on, you know, Twitter and Facebook and stuff about three or four weeks ago when I was away. A show called Slippery Stairs, right? And the concept is there are about eight contestants in sort of rubber bodysuits and there are some slippery stairs. (laughs) And they have got to climb up the slippery stairs. And at the top, I think there's a big check or something. And the person who grabs the check wins. It is... Without a shadow of a doubt, the most insane thing I have ever seen. And then I was showing Kath, um, it's, like, it's called something like um, Human Costume Grand Prix. And it's where people disguise themselves as inanimate or as, or as inanimate or animate objects. Um, <laughs> there, like, there was one where there was a fella and he had. Um, a skier painted on his face <laughs> and then in front of him he had a fat man painted white who was wobbling his belly and he danced his face over his belly as though he was skiing down undulating hills. But then there were sort of group ones like yeah. the first one we saw was about seven or eight men yeah. in yellow pants yeah. Um, washing their hair in a yeah in a like in a, in a great glass. big pint glass yeah and they were soaping their hair yeah. up to make it look like the beer foam. So we watched that, and then uh, then we watched a program called um, something assault, automatic assault or something, and it's basically kids and I'm talking like six, seven, eight year olds walking through like haunted houses and being chased by zombies and these kids it was like last night when we had my youngest in and he was in tears over these ghost stories um he uh, and, and and these kids like like proper traumatized we were watching that and then i saw a, a program and i didn't watch it 
it was called Wall of Boxes. And it's just, it's just flipping... So, so, I don't know why I'm talking about that. That's what kind of day you had. <laughs> That's been my day, yes. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Do you think the world would be a happier place if everyone had Japanese TV? Mate, yes. If, if Saturday Night TV, hosted by Vic and Bob... Slippery stairs. Oh, or candy or no candy. Oh, that was it. <laughs> candy or no candy. This is brilliant. This is a famous room, right? So people go into a room, and it'll be like a living room or a bedroom or something, and it's all normal. And they've got to find five things that are made out of candy, and right? they can only use their mouth. They can only do it by biting on it. So they'll look <laughs> at they'll look at the table, and they'll go. I think, and so they'll bite it, and they'll either they'll either bite into a lump of wood, or they'll pull away, and they'll, they'll be eating candy. One of them was a door handle, and it looks like a metal door handle. But this guy goes up to it and bites it, and it's made of candy. Shoes, shoes, candy or no candy or not candy. It is brilliant, man. So everyone should be watching that. I'd love to see that. It's on YouTube, man. You will waste your life away watching that stuff. It's wonderful. <laughs> I've been called up right because I was wondering what your opinion is about Essex. <laughs> I think everybody. I think we need. I, listen, okay. I, I think I, it's the only I'm a way. Big, I'm a big, big fan, right? Because I just think in today's broken society um, that we just don't follow rules. We are not moral, and if we treated people better, more decently then I think it will be a better society. Oh, did you say ethics? I thought you said Essex. Essex. Oh, I, I, I've got no strong opinions on the, on the county now. <laughs> why? Uh? Well, but why do you... Why, why do you want to... Why do you, I don't want to do the whole drug thing again, but you don't want to know what I think about Essex, do you? Oh, I, I do, because I, I, it's not... Obviously, I don't want you to do the drug thing again. No. But, like, a lot of people think that it's... Essex is just about wearing fake tan, doing up your hair, and just being fake. No, I don't you know think they. I, mean? I don't think they do. I don't think people really think that. I know the Essex girls' jokes, but that's like thirty years old. <laughs> um, and, it, and the only way is Essex kind of plays up to that a bit. But I don't think people really think that. Um, I tell you what, let's ask an expert, Chris. Yeah. What do you think about ethics? Essex. I, well, I, I was going to say, um, if people got a like a stereotypical thing about ethics or ethics, um, what do people have about South Wales? Don't tell me. Well, it's apartheid, isn't it? <laughs> what? There's the apartheid, the, the, the awful treatment of the black people from the townships. <laughs> no, hang on, that's not South Wales, is it? That's South Africa in the 1980s. I'm terribly no, sorry. You, I've... you misunderstood me then, Ian. I must have done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that helps, uh, Morgan. Does that clear things up? Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Sorted. Yeah. Nice Sorted. one, Morgan. Chris, uh, good to talk to you, man. I've spoken for a while. What would you like to say? Um, no, as I was just saying, I, I think I've over-repeated myself, actually. I feel, but I do apologise if I was a bit sort of abrupt to you last time I spoke to you. I, I, did, I know I'm going back a little bit. I, I, I'm not stalking you, you and, and Catherine, but I did listen to your show when you was out in New York. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, it okay. was good. Okay. So I, I do listen to the show That's of an evening. Great news. So, yeah. Do you, do you have a Rajar diary? Pardon? Okay, right. In that case, we'll say goodnight. Um, he's not important if he doesn't have a Rajar diary. I think that's... Um... I'm so tired. I know. <sighs> you know your inner monologue is coming out a lot tonight. This microphone is not, not candy. Not candy. <laughs> 
Uh, Sophie, you're going to be next. Then it'll be Joe. Um, oh, this, uh, yes, caller, you're live on the radio. Hello. Uh, you got. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well, well, well. Um, yeah. Evening, Sophie. Hello. Hello, Sophie. How are you doing? Um. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bit, yeah. I'm so tired, Sophie. I'm so tired. I want... How many hours of sleep did you get last night? I don't actually know. Probably seven, eight. Yeah, I, I, I had two. So I, I had two. And I work. Uh, I've got, and I've got responsibilities. I've got mortgages. Um, I've got children. Um, I've, got tax, I've got tax bill coming up soon. I've got uh, my car insurance coming up soon. Um, I pay about 1,500 quid for my car insurance. I drive I drive a Volkswagen Polo, Sophie. So sleep for me is more important, and and I'm I'm oh, you know let's, let's let's not beat around the bush. I ain't getting any um, younger. Um, but all that to one side, Sophie. You don't want to hear my uh, my troubles and woes and worries. What have you got for us this evening? I just wanted to have a chat, really. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I've and I've been all miserable. Um, what do you fancy having a chat about? Have you watched Jeremy Kyle recently? Yeah. Do you like it? Right. I think he's um, everything that's wrong with this country. I used to like it. I used to think it was brilliant. I used to think it was funny. And then it dawned on me that these are real people and that um, however much Mr Kyle argues that his show is helping these people, he's actually exploiting these people. And um, I think that, that we as a society are better than that. Mm-hmm. But, but I do like the DNA results and those all-important lie detector results. So, well, you know, um, um, I wouldn't say I'm a hypocrite. I would say I'm um, uh, an amalgam. What does that mean? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's the wrong word. I, I, I would say that I'm a hybrid. No, nope, still not a Hydra, <laughs> I would say. I would say... A div. No, I would... No, 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 no. I would say I'm human. Listen to Kath swallowing. I would just say I'm human. And to be... To err is to be human. To be human is divine. Um, and cleanliness is one step away from um, godliness. No, cl- cleanliness is one step away from godly and cream. And I am human. And you we need are... to go to bed, my friend. Um, uh, no, thank you, Catherine. I am flawed. I am imperfect, um, but also perfect in the eyes of um, our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Who, who are you talking to here? Not really, really sure. It's, uh, Sophie, you're... Yeah, Sophie, I'm Sophie's so sorry, Sophie. Line. You've got him in a very funny mood. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> it's only tu- Only Tuesday. Oh, God. It's what you're going to be like when you're an old man. Oh, I, I, in the am, home. I am an old man. But he's doing it again. I am an old man. Mm. Anyway. 
Anyway, what you got? So, Sophie, you sign up for chat. What's happening in your world, Sophie? Yeah, I've got to go. Sorry. Thanks, okay. thanks for calling. <laughs> Bored. <laughs> right, have you got the fan fiction? Yeah. Right. Okay. Can't unsee it now. Right. Let, let, let's read it. I'm going to play some appropriate music. Oh, God. Oh, no! Stop it! What? <laughs> okay. So these, this is written by fans of me. Well, one fan. Well, there are two fans wrote these stories, different fans. I think it might be the same person. It's a very similar style. Yeah. Obviously, one person doesn't want to claim it. But... Okay, go on. What's it like working on the show? Oh, it's supposed to be you. What's it like working on the show? Well, do it, mate. Hmm? Do it and do it properly. <laughs> What's it like working on the show? Ian asks me when we trek up to the treehouse, walking down the muddy path beside the steps. The only reason I've been asked on this show is because I'm actually an actress working on the Netflix series Stranger Things. It's good fun working with the cast and all. I'll have to watch the show when I'm out. We just released the second series, I reply vaguely, describing the overall plot. It's a good show. Sitting down on the bench, it's like you can see the entire Australian jungle. Peering over to the boys, Amir and Dennis, fooling around, playing some sort of game with some twigs. (laughs) Like chimps. (laughs) Sexy. Sexy guys. And the girls having the old gossip. Yeah. It feels like you're the ruler over the trees, like some sort of jungle version of the Lion King. So, what's it like being a broadcaster, I ask, in return to the 25-year-old budging round on my seat to face him. I'll, I'll tell you what it's like. It's horny. <laughs> no, it's not what it says. Oh. Pretty fun. Pretty, pretty, pretty fun. Do it properly. He nods. Do it properly. You get to do loads of really cool things. It's true. Obviously fiction. Sounds great, I smile. How did the trial go yesterday, by the way? Ian went out to face the bush... bush tr- <laughs> bush took a trial yesterday, but Thank came you. back a little upset as he forfeited and went straight to bed. Oh. We didn't see him until dinner. Yeah. When asked him, his face droops a little. The illumination in his eyes dulling once, I've asked. It was awful. He sighs. It was this underwater series of Perspex boxes and I couldn't breathe or anything. I couldn't. Don't get upset, no. I whisper. Oh, don't get upset, I whisper. Come on, come here. Giving Ian a hug when the tears start to well, I feel extremely guilty, especially as Ian is one of the hardest campmates... Oh, one of the hardest campmates to crack. I don't think you're taking this seriously. I'm sorry. Composes himself, wiping away the single tear and explaining... It's not the fact that I came back without food. It's that everyone underestimates me now like I can't do anything. Yeah. Listen, I help, taking Ian's hand and placing my own on the top of it, caressing the top of his skin. It was one bad challenge. We all will have one, and we're all afraid of different things. Staring intently into my gaze, Ian listens carefully to every single word. His fascinated, green-eyed gaze on my eyes. Blue eyes. Slightly goggly. It's a little intimidating to have his gaze captured on my own, where his eyes are stained a little red from the tears. Macho. We didn't eat, but so what? We had rice and beans and now it's a new day. Jamie went to do the trial today and I promise... (gasps) I'm cut off suddenly by a scenario I wasn't expecting. Yes! 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 Yes!
Ian's head, massive head, delves towards mine, cupping my jaw mid-sentence and kissing my lips slowly. My breath is caught right there and then, my shoulders relaxing a little as he moves slow. Slowly. Grace! Ian whispers, pulling away from my lips and resting his forehead on mine, taking a hand and moving it to the maple of his neck. The maple? She means the nape. nape. Lacing my fingers into the side of his hair, his sideburns. He whispers... You don't know how glad I am that you're here. Wait there. Oh, oh, yes! (laughs) I'll always be there for you, Ian, I nod, pecking his cheek and resting my head back on his shoulder. Continue reading the next part. Not thank... No, thank you very much. Unbelievable. And we've got the author of that on the line now. Good evening, Dredge. Yeah, did you like that? I did like it, mate. Yes! 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 (laughs) I think you got um, a potential romantic scenario absolutely spot on, buddy. Well done. And you've won... Fifty Shades of Brown. (laughs) Jesus, Catherine. That... That is, um... That is, uh... (laughs) You know, because Muddy Jungle. (laughs) Is that a euphemism? Really, Catherine? That is... even, Even by my standards... I think you've gone a little bit too far. You, you should go out and get, go for a walk around the block. You can't say that. Sorry, everyone, sorry. <laughs> you know what that means? Well, what? Stop it. I've just mimed it. You get that reference. Well, I think you're filthy. It's Dredge that brought this up. Dredge! Dirty Dredge. And Dredge, you've won that scenario. Um, so just let me know when you want to um, claim your prize, and um, you can have it. I can have it? Yep, you can have it. OK. <laughs> How you doing, Dredge? I've not spoken to you for a while. Um, I'm a lot, a lot worse now. Good. That's, that's what we like. We want people to go away... F- Kath just, just tried to assault me and miss. We want people to go away from this show tonight feeling demoralised. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> well, just get you your practice when Julie Hartley Brewer comes back tomorrow. Yes, yeah, sorry, what? Now then, what, eh? Hello? Hello? Hello, Hello? caller. <laughs> no. Yes? Yes. Um, hmm? Well, there's an echo on the line, unless that's just you repeating what I'm saying. I'm not repeating <laughs> what, what you're, you're saying. saying. N- nobody would. No, nobody no. would. Nobody would. Now yeah, you said so, that twice. Um, yes, go on. What? I, I was I was looking through um, my collection of uh, pop stars online. Yes. Pop pop star pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what are you laughing at? I'm oh, just so, so. What are you doing? Wasted. I'm 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 ruining my career yet again. So much for the mainstream, huh? I was making Joni Mitchell jokes at ten to um, eight on a, on CJM. Yep, mate, you said that. You're, that's that's your second Ofcom. <laughs> I haven't got one. You've got one, and now you've got two. Well done. <laughs> Are you reporting me? Alex, John, if you want to report that one, uh, buddies... Uh, then, I was talking about it being rubbish. Have it for free. Oh, come on. No one uses the word brown <laughs> to mean rubbish. No, no one says, oh, that was a bit brown. No one says, that's not a phrase. What colour would you say? Beige. Fifty shades of beige. Yeah, too late, you've done the damage. Oh, it was damaging. Um, Greg, <laughs> you've called him, mate. What you got for us, buddy? 
Yeah, so I was looking through uh, my collection of... Uh, can you be quiet, please? Yes, sorry. <laughs> so, apologies. Be quiet at the back, please. Dredge, I want to hear... I want to be reminded of what Dredge's collection actually is. Oh. Is it well, A, no, ants? Got... Is it B, <laughs> online pop stars? Or is it C, brown? <laughs> You see, you've forgotten, and I told you about a second ago. Oh, God, I'm travelling through time. Oh, there we go. Let's Richard go to Dredge. Guy. Dredge is on the line. Good evening, Dredge. Hello there. Hey, man. So, I was looking through, uh, yeah, my collection of pop stars. <laughs> yes. Uh, you see, I was, uh, I, I'm, I'm basically, I want to try and look more like a pop star myself, you see. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> so, I was looking through for, you know, interesting pictures of pop stars. So, uh, I came across one of Morrissey. Yeah. He's looking moodily at the camera, thinking that's good. Your Morrissey's um, got a very thick head of hair, and you're you're um, balding, aren't you? Well, you could say that. Okay, yeah, that's okay. very cruel of but, you. But he, you know, I thought, well, I can possibly get a similar expression. Yep, 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 yep. So he's looking at the camera, but then I couldn't help noticing he was holding a ladder. Yeah. Now, why he was holding a ladder, I've got no idea. It seems to have nothing to do with the photo at all. It's of no consequence to you, Dredge. So I put it. I, I just put on Twitter. I said, "Here is Morrissey holding a ladder." I thought people might be interested. Uh, Has Johnny Marr blocked you? Is it direct result? <laughs> Again. So I, I, I said, "Has anyone got any pictures of pop stars near ladders?" So I said, "I've oh. got like hundreds of these things." Oh, t- oh, mate, tweet them to me, and we'll retweet some of them. Yeah, I've so got one hundred and four thousand followers now. That's what the kids I, want. I got Dylan near a ladder. Shut up. Oh well. Have you I got, right. honestly have. I'm not joking. OK, but I'm, got, I don't want people near ladders. I want them either holding or up a ladder. Or if you've got a pop star holding while another one's up there, then that's double points. <laughs> oh, oh, I right. bet Leo Sayer did a ladder. But it he would be... It. It, but it would be... You get, you get quadruple points, triple, triple word score, if it's um, a pop, one pop star from one group holding a ladder while another pop star from a different group is up the ladder. Inter-pop group ladder-based relationships. Call me now, 03444991000. Does that answer your question, Dredge? Well, it's pretty, pretty well answered. Um, I've got Bowie holding two ladders. Of course he has, and one's a slightly different colour because he got punched in the ladder when he was a kid. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's true, he's got different, it's different eyes. It's a, it's, a, it's a very high uh, reference. He's got different eyes. I know that, eyes. but yes. I just wondered what, what punched in the ladder meant. It was better than Fifty Elvis. Shades of Brown, though. <laughs> yes? I've got Elvis leaning on a ladder. Costello or Presley? Presley. Oh, what bastard. And finally, yep. I've got all of the Beatles under a step ladder, so... Thanks very much for calling, Dredge. If you've ever seen a picture of a pop star near, on or holding a ladder, 0344 499 1000. My name's Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'd normally play a bit of music, but I'd like to um, hear some more of the, uh, the fan fiction. Would you? Yeah, I would. I'd love to. I've got a bit of this. Oh please, come on! Hang on, I've got to find it. Oh okay. Don't get don't get started yet. I'll warm up. You join in when you're ready. (laughs) I've had like communications from various people on Twitter saying, "Please make this stop." That my sister. Yeah. Well, um, she's if she's listening, she's a pervert. <laughs> well, 
Okay. She needs she it. needs to accept the fact that her brother is um, uh, a sexual up. being. <laughs> wow. Apparently. Is that what you're going to say? No, it is desired oh. by the lost and the lonely. <laughs> God. You got it? No, okay. I'm still lost. Okay, well, while you're waiting, let's speak to um, Bruce. Evening, Bruce. Uh, hi, Lee. How are you? Um, okay, thank you, surname man. Happy New Year. I, I think we, we're now the 3rd of January. I think yeah. we can... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, when do you stop saying Happy New Year? Now. 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 Okay. Stopped. <laughs> Stopped. What you got for us, Bruce? Uh, I just phoned up to congratulate you on your hard work on Good Morning Britain this morning. <laughs> hard work. Is it? No, 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 Catherine. He, this gentleman is absolutely spot on. Those three-minute pieces <laughs> I did wandering around the Big Brother house, for, for which I was paid exceptionally well, they were tough. They, <laughs> it was a tough old gig, Bruce, um, but yeah. I think I managed to pull it off with a... Here's the thing, right? Was I mainstream enough? Was I, was I smooth enough around the edges? Oh, yes, I think you were perfect. Good. I think you should take over Richard Arnold full-time. Oh, so, do, so do I, but I could never say that in, uh, in public. <laughs> hey, this is how weird my life has got. Um, I'm going to be at the National Television Awards. Imagine me! The, national, <laughs> the NTAs in a couple of weeks' time. We're going to be doing the radio show from there. Will you be receiving an award or... Well, there's, uh, there's a giving. There's, um, Catherine... An award. There's a bloody good chance, because I think it wins every year, that I'm a celebrity yeah. will win it. And um, then we have to go up on stage. Yep. Which is nuts. I'm going to make a speech. I was going to say, are you going to write your acceptance speech now? And uh... Well, when Anne and Deck are making theirs, I'm going to storm in like, who was it? Was it, was it Kanye? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and say that they, they don't deserve it. And, um, they should give it to Gemma Collins. They should give it to Mrs Brown's boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not say. Um, and um, it'll be an impassioned speech. So that's, that's the plan. Uh, J- J- January the 23rd is the... Uh... Oh, I wish you luck with that. Thank you very much indeed. And I think you should get... Because uh, you don't get many hours sleep between now and no, uh, when no. you're next on Good Morning Britain, so no. you should uh, get Ben Shepherd to come into your show oh. and uh, see how it feels not to oh. get too much sleep. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should get, we should get Ben Shepherd. I mean, I've not met Ben before... I'd... I don't think I've met Ben. I've met Charlotte yeah. um, before, um, when she used to be on Skype. I've not met Ben, so I'm going to be in the studio tomorrow. Exactly. I heard, and, I heard you say that. So I thought. And I'm going for the Paul McCartney Let It mm. Be era look, with a <laughs> granddad shirt and a suit jacket. So, <laughs> I look forward to it. I'll leave it recording when I'm at work. Do you, t- you tape it, Bruce. You, you get that old VHS up and running, buddy. Thank you for that, Bruce. You're very welcome, and uh, thank you very much for letting me be on your show. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you very much indeed. What a nice guy. I like that. Um, have you found it? I've located oh, away it. you go. Hey, everyone! I emotionally call, walking into the party hall mid-afternoon, yeah. climbing up this onto is called, the... This one is called the rap party. And it's impo- that's important. This is the party at the end of the series of I'm a Celebrity. Are we getting it? Okay. okay. I remember this... Yeah, this actually you like this to, one? I like this one, yeah. That's good, this one. Have you read this one? I've read them all, yeah. How many times? I've written some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone! I emotionally call, walking into the party hall mid-afternoon, yeah. climbing up onto the raised stage. This is stage, don't need to put raised on there. Oh. With my glass of champagne, flower crown resting on my head. Oh. Oh gosh. Oh, this is tough. Well, yesterday morning I faced the surreal experience of being crowned queen of the flipping jungle. It's uh, not tough. No. Absolutely over the moon, it's now the date of the rap party and I couldn't be more grateful to be queen. Standing on the platform with all of my campmates clapping and cheering, I straighten out my black embellished skater dress and lift my glass. 
hi. I just wanted to come up here to say a huge thank you to all of you for making the past three weeks so incredible. I love every single one of you and I'm so happy to have 11 brilliant friends by my side. So, yeah, let's party, get drunk and make some stupid decisions. Get to the rubric, come on. Finishing my little speech, climbing down from the stage and chatting to a few of the campmates, including Becky Vardy, Jamie Lomas and Jack Maynard. Oh. There's only one pair of eyes so intense I can feel them burning into my body. Disguise. Turning to Ian Lee, his suit making him appear very dapper and handsome, holding his champagne in hand. Diverting his eye contact when he notices me looking, he blushes suspiciously, a light shade of pink, and begins to walk over. Congrats, Siobhan. Siobhan? He smiles. You deserve to be queen. Yeah, she does. Thanks, Ian. I smile with my teeth. Yeah. Hey, well done on coming third. You did great. Pleasure. Loser. I'm just glad to be out now. Thank the gods for food. Oh, that's what you do. You thank the gods for food. Grace, say Grace. Come on, I think we're all about to go eat. Entering a massive hall of tables and chairs coated with white tablecloths, a fairy light hung in a gorgeous royal red carpet. The smell of the Australian air is so pure. It really is. Walking in beside Jenny and Vanessa into a hall of around 150 people, we all take our seats at the head table like a wedding. Countless waiters bringing out our plates of food. Placing my meal in front of me, everyone is about to tuck in until Ant and Deck make their short speech. Celebrating the success of the show and all the campmates receiving a shout-out as a new queen, we... I don't get that. We all dig in and finish our meal soon enough, but the whole way through dinner, with all of the cast and crew becoming progressively drunk, there's constantly that creepy but fluttering feeling that someone is staring at me. Creepy. No, fluttering. Wanna dance? I'm asked by a duo-toned voice in my ear, shouting over the music. Looking up, Ian and Jamie. Here we go. This is going to get very, very raunchy. And staring at me, both offering out their hands. Ian in his suit looks appropriate for a wedding day, whereas Jamie is dressed in a simple black shirt and white jeans. Ooh, classy. Let's dance, I nod, taking both of them. Sorry? Up to the dance floor. Thank you. Dragging both men up, moving along to Dua Lipa's Hotter Than Hell. I mean, that is a tune. Yeah. It isn't long until all of the campmates are up on the dance floor dancing along to the rhythm with my two adorable campers. (laughs) Jamie diverts off to dance with Jenny and Becky, leaving Ian's... Ian's what? Ian's in my hand. (laughs) You're not reading this in a sexy way. Sorry, I can't imagine why. This is... is, 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 You aren't too bad of a dancer. Now you're being a dick. Do it properly. You aren't too bad of a dancer, Lee, I tease. You've got some moves. I have got some moves, actually. (laughs) I know, he grins. Yes placing each of his hands on my waist. Each of them? All eight. (laughs) Moving his hips along with the tune, Ian's chin resting on top of my hair full of hairspray. Our chests rise and fall when the song reaches its end. I'm going to go outside, go get a drink. Coming? Maybe I shouldn't, I shrug, looking over to the crowd. There are so many more people I want to talk to. Thank for the experience of a lifetime. How about... Please... He begs, pulling please, the puppy face. Please. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. How long will it take? <laughs> 20 seconds. <laughs> well. 20 seconds, apparently. Yeah, been in the jungle for a three weeks. A long time. Yep. Okay, I smile. Come on. Not having a clue what to expect. Yes. This is a long one. That's not part of the story. Okay. Leading in past the crowd to the back door beside the fire escape, we make our way out into a little garden-stroke patio area. By the way, me forcing you to read sexual fantasies about me 
could be classed as harassment. But it's this, and this feels like it's been written by either Cleo or Mumbling Ray. Shut up, man. Uh, the, the, the people that write this um, put a lot of effort into it, and I, I, I genuinely appreciate it. There's a it. lot of detail in here that's not necessary. Hey, they're painting what we a want p- is to get straight in. They're painting a picture with... Uh, I don't. I'm a right. r- romantic. So let's go out into the little garden stroke patio area. I'm a new romantic. Stop interrupting. I'm a modern romantic. What do you need, Ian? Leaning up against the wall of the building, Ian stares out onto the grass plain, uh, not answering my question, no. but just caught in his own world when staring up at the glistening black sky with silver specks. Ian, what is it you wanted to... <gasps> Suddenly being caught in Ian's grip when he turns and comes towards me in one movement, Ian's hands are on my bare skin. Ian's lips crash into mine. My heart leaps into my chest, beating so hard I'm more than certain he can hear it. Siobhan, he whispers through the smell and taste of beer. She's been drinking beer. Pulling away, but still keeping me in his hold. I'm so sorry. Letting out a small chuckle, he smirks with a hint of confusion. Why are you smiling? He asks, tightening his grip, only inches between us. Kissing him back to Ian's surprise, my hands lace into the back of his hair, one stroking down his arm. Ian tugs my... Ian tugs my small frame into his chest, kissing ever so lightly, trying to be cautious, diverting for air. His face moves only centimetres away, still keeping his eyes shut. Do you mean that? He whispers so close I can feel his breath on my burning red cheeks. (laughs) You like me? Yes, I nod, pecking his lips again, and yes. Good, Ian mumbles. Good. good. (laughs) Letting out a small, adorable chuckle. (laughs) and kissing my forehead. Because I like you too. I like you too. God. Is that it? Is that it? 20 seconds. <laughs> that was disappointing, wasn't it? All right, well, okay. um, and if you can finish those stories in 20 words or less, you could win up to a million pounds. Let's go to Robert Caddick. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Ian. How are you, pal? I'm tired, man, but I'm good, thank you very much indeed. What you got for us? Cool. It's just basically saying thank you to you, because I haven't spoken to you since you've been in Armour Celebrity and way before that, just to, for the inspiration you gave me when you was on Armour Celebrity. Oh, what, what inspiration did I give you? To turn off ITV and go and do something less boring instead? No, I'm talking about uh, mental health, because oh. uh, I used to suffer from anxiety and depression, yeah. and, it, and it's nice to know that it's not only myself and other people similar to me, that famous people like yourself suffer from it as well. Yes, we're, we can all be nuts. It doesn't matter what's going on. <laughs> we can all be a little bit nuts, Robert. Well, I'm glad you got something out of it. Yeah, I got a lot out of it. And also, I nice do apologise on one of the people that did vote for you to do the rocket challenge, so I do apologise. Absolutely. Well, listen, I'm, you know what? I'm glad you did, because... Um, to get the trials and the challenges meant mm-hmm. a break in uh, what was a really, really boring day. And I'm glad I did it because it looked cool. See, that's the, the, the one I've watched more than once. I've watched that one about half a dozen times because it looks cool, man. And, and, and um, how high was it, eh? It was 100 feet in the air. Imagine 100 flipping feet. And I never thought I could do anything like that, and I did. Well... I get scared climbing 20 feet, so, yeah. again, my hat's up, my hat's up for you, my hat's up for you. Well, if your hat went up, I could have caught it and then thrown it back down yeah. to you. Well, thank you very much. Well, I'm well, in mean Blackpool, so you probably would have caught it anyway. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, Robert, listen, nice to hear from you, man, and thank you for your kind words. And I know you said it's not um, huh? appropriate, but Happy New Year as well, by the way. Oh, for goodness sakes, I'm cutting that guy off. <laughs> oh, we've, we've done the Happy New Year, and you might as well just say Merry Christmas. You, you know, it's, it's pointless, we're done. 
It's January the third. Let's move on. Let's get on with it. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Let's let's do Brexit. We're doing it. Let's 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 do lunch. Let's do Brexit. That's my motto for twenty seventeen oh, and twenty eighteen, which is what the year we're in. Let's do lunch. Let's do Brexit. Let's do it. Let's do lunch. Let's do. It's the three let's. Let's do lunch. Let's do Brexit. Let's do it. Let's dance. It's the four. Let's do it. Let's dance. By David Bowie. Mr. Olbus. Hello. Yes. Uh, happy 3rd of January. Don't be a dick. Um, I've just come back from Star Wars and I just wanted to ask you a question if that's okay. Have you seen it? Yes, yeah, thought it was rubbish. I, yeah, it, I found it very lowbrow. Too, too long? Too, yeah. All the joy had been sucked out of it. And um, God knows why they turned Luke Skywalker into like, a modern-day Stan Laurel. Grumpy man. He, not what Luke Skywalker was about, in my opinion. No, no not too. He, he, was, he was, like, doing little comedy scenes. He was doing sketches with Muppets. It was terrible. I bet I know a scene that you enjoyed in it, though. Um, let me let me think. The scenes I enjoyed in it. Um, when Kylo Ren had his man nipples out. Um, I don't remember that. We might have gone to the toilet during that bit, because I had to go oh, to the toilet twice, because I've got young children with me. Um, anyway, so I, I, Ky- I, I think Kylo Ren is a great actor. Yeah. He was really good in um, Logan Lucky or whatever it is. Really good actor. Mm-hmm. But he's too moly. He's very, very moly. And that puts me off. I'm not a fan of um, uh, excessive <laughs> moleage. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even... This isn't even me doing a thing now. You're I a molist. I don't, I, am, I don't like excessive moles. On the body, it's fine, because generally you don't see them. But on the face, you can get those surgically removed. Um, and there is there is a potential for them to turn, um, you know, um, septic. Not septic. I are still, there any, don't want to say cancer. Are there any other famous moles out there in the world? On people's famous faces? Who else is moly? Cindy Crawford, Enrique Iglesias. Oh, yeah. he, had his, oh, yeah. he had his offer, didn't he? No, well, apparently so. No, Cindy Crawford's only got one. One is not excessive. All oh, right. No, one it's is the most famous mole. No, but one, but but Kylo Ren's got like fifty. Uh, it looks like it looks like a, a map of the Maldives on Ka- his face. Kaufman was quite moly. He was quite. Moldy. And there was one actress who had the biggest nose I've ever seen in my life. In it, I couldn't believe it. I like a big nose. Uh, she did have. I know exactly who you mean. She did have a very. It was. It was not only big. It was angular. It was unreal. I'm glad I it wasn't was seeing the movie life. in three D. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. Unfortunately for some. Can I just ask you a quick question, if that's okay? Yeah. What's more lowbrow? You're obsessed with this, buddy. You're obsessed with you it. Need you need to let it go, mate. Got to let it go, man. Listen, Kingsman you... or yeah. I'm a Celebrity? Um, Kingsman, obviously. <laughs> I can't let it go, man. You've got to let it go. You've got to let, you've got to, listen, if you're going to phone me up in, in six months' time and, and bring up the lowbrow um, thing, uh, then I, I suggest you need um, medical help. Got to let it go, man. I'm a celebrity's highbrow. Oh, it's not highbrow. Of course it's highbrow. As low as you can go. What are you talking about? Of course it's highbrow. Of course it's highbrow. The minds that I got to spend time with. You know Stanley Johnson was almost raped in Afghanistan. Incredible. I say that because he told us that that story. Um, And it was was the most incredible story. It's a true story. And... um, he has led the most extraordinary life. That was not the most extraordinary thing that he told us that he'd done. That man has led such an amazing life that spending 
Um, I was with him, I'm going to say, 15 days. Um, how could it, uh, only, only a lowbrow Neanderthal could consider being in the company of that gentleman lowbrow. God, it was the, it was the highest brow meeting I've ever been in, extended meeting I've ever been involved in. What are you talking about lowbrow? You had a highbrow meeting with another human being, but the program in its very nature is lowbrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you watch it? I, 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 I rest my case. I rest my I, case. I, you, I, 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 I didn't watch I, it. Hey, no, hey, hey! No, I no! Did. Hang on a second. I did. I didn't. I, I did. You yeah, swimming because you're lowbrow. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I watched you swimming. And that yeah, because you, you're, you're lowbrow. It was all over the news. No, because you're lowbrow, and that's fine. I've not. I didn't watch oh. it. He's lowbrow, but he's you, in denial. You, it's highbrow you, if you're on it and you get paid. Here we go. Tens of thousands you, of pounds. You, it's lowbrow if you watch it. And you, 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 you again. no, I didn't. Your lifestyle traps you as a lowbrowist because that's what you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. How can there be nothing wrong with that? That's for you to discover. That's your, that's the path you have to walk through life. That's your journey. Lowbrow's like a derogatory term. It's like a what? Derogatory. Derogatory? Derogatory. There you go. You've just you've just proved even more than ever that you're lowbrow. There we go. You see, you can't even say derogatory. Wow. How long has it been? Like five months, and he's still holding on to that. Um, Guys, if you don't call in, then the next call is going to be Kadir, and he's got a story about Nando's, and that could last us until one o'clock. And we still may be none the wiser. So I suggest 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Well, people heard the call to arms and they responded. Let's go to, not Kadir, but Joe. Hello? 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 Is Hello? Is, is, that, is that an award-winning radio presenter with catheter controls? This is going to go badly. Yes, it is. Uh, a media star. Hello? Hello, I missed you. Oh, he's warming I up. He's, he's got to warm up a bit. He's got to warm up. Hey, Ian, guess what, man? My phone. Oh. Oh, sorry. Ian, yes. Ian, 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 my phone, right, has had a charger in waiting for you. It's been like right for an hour, then it got so hot it turned itself off. Wow. That's <laughs> anyway, insane. Anyway, my phone up. Yes. Ian, what was that disease you were talking about earlier, the one related to that charity? I've got a story about that. Well, um... Not altruism. Sounds like altruism. OK, maybe not. Let's go to Tony. Good evening, Tony. Hi, good evening, Ian. Trying to save you from Kadir. Thank you very much indeed, Tony. It is appreciated... Uh, famous people with bowls on the face. Yeah, oh yeah, go uh, on. Richard Thomas, John Boy from the Walton. Oh, he's got he's got a huge old one, hasn't he? <laughs> it's a strange thing because it, they're so easily removed with just a Stanley knife <gasps> and uh, and some TCP. Do you, can you get Ooh. TCP anymore? Yeah, I used to dab that on my on my spots and would stink <laughs> of TCP. Imagine that. Well, going to school stinking of TCP. Mm. Oh dear, dark days. Um, yeah, John Boy Walton. 
Um, oh, can't figure anymore now. Oh, oh Christ! Uh, oh, Christ! Did, he may have had some. We just don't know. We, uh, we need uh, to look Fred Savage. Does Adrian, does Adrian Bowl count? No. No. Sorry. You're talking <laughs> about you, absolute prune. Fred Savage from the Wonder Years had one. Yeah, he, he, well, but well, here's the thing: one doesn't count. Oh. Um, it, it, it's got to be multiples, uh, and uh, you know, one is. Uh, if, you could ignore one. You could overlook one. I can overlook one. I mean, John Boy Walton's okay. No, but I don't, you know, it's got to be Kylo Ren's got loads of them. Absolutely, oh, loads I, of them. I, I just can't think of any more. I had a couple there waiting on the phone. Just gone now. Tony, I'm going to have to cut you off then. We get yeah, thanks for that. We get one step closer to Kadir. Um, good evening, Kyle. Evening, evening, Catherine. Hello. Hello, Kyle. Well, I was going to... No, the funny thing... Well, well, it's not what I was ringing about, but me nan... I think I might have told you this before. Me nan used to put a capful of Dettol in the bath and also wash my hair with Vosine. Oh. Well, Vosine was a shampoo. I was still using Vosine when I went to college. Vosine was a shampoo in the teardrop bottle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, it was, yeah. And you had to twist the cap and then twist it. But I was the most medicated kid at school. So nobody came near me. Dettol Dettol in the bath. Yeah, that's... um, (laughs) What? Cap full of cap full of dental. How mucky were you? Why do you have to? No, that's 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 proper clean. That is that is a great clean. I bet he was never. Milton, they used to put in my bath. Milton, yeah. Who, who, who was he? No, it was the thing. Yeah, bit of that. Um, uh, yes. Matey. All right, fair. No, we weren't allowed, matey. That was too expensive. But here's the Christmas. thing that annoys me about my children. One of many things. Right, I'll buy them some matey, and they will. Right, two days later, I'll give them a bath because I don't give them a bath. I don't give them a bath every day because I'm I'm busy. My wife, I go. Where's, where's the matey? We used it. Yeah, poured I out. Bought, I bought it two days ago. The flipping heck. Yeah, but it's that like colour change, matey, isn't it? So I bought that, and that was a right con. And you'll think I'm a right idiot, as you do anyway. Well, but yeah, I do. well, well, no, I admit it. But I put it in, and uh, it turned the bath water one colour. Like you went from like blue to orange. But I remember thinking, perhaps it changes different colours while you're in the bath. Hang no. I've not even... So it changes the colour of the water? Yeah. Like, yeah, co- yeah, like Cocoa added... Pops? Well, yeah, yeah. We, um... My wife had her car broken into last night, right, and it was parked on the driveway. And uh, we've got video... I've seen I've seen video footage of the, of the hoodlums that done it, right? And, um... I... We initially thought... Because I'm not there that often. Uh, we initially thought that she'd left the car unlocked because she's done that before and they've gone through and, and nicked stuff, right? Um, and, and they nicked the boys' 3DS and there was a DS in there. Um, but they left Silly Sausage, which I just goes to show these junkies these days have got no idea because when you're off your face, playing Silly Sausage is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so they nicked, the, they nicked all that stuff, right? But we, hmm. but, but then oh, I've seen the video footage because we've got like one of those doorbells where if... Someone comes up to the house, it, it activates and you, you records it, right? And I don't think the door of the car was unlocked because they, um, the guy kind of goes up to the, the driver's door and he's, he's like rummaging, he's like tickling it, mm. he's like he's tickling it or something. And for a couple of minutes, and then the door obviously unlocks, right? He hasn't broken anything because the, the, the door is fine and my wife can still lock it. But so, is it possible, Kyle? And I speak to you because I, I imagine—I don't know this for sure—and apologies if I've got this wrong. But I imagine you mm. do hang out with criminals. Mm. Uh, your lifestyle—is um, is, it—is it 
Is it possible that you can make a little um, fob or, or a little computer thing that you can rub on a car? Don't laugh. This is, I think you can Because it's all done with computers now, isn't it? It's not like a door lock. It's computers. Is there like a little chip, like a microchip box you can get that you rub up and down a car door and it opens the car door? It's a Kia. It's a Kia. Well, surely, surely it's a, like an RFI. I mean, I, obviously I don't know. What? Surely it's some sort of RFID device. Hang and, on a second. Uh, He's gone from I don't know to mentioning an RFID? RFID device. And by the way, does the D in RFID stand for device? Because if it does, I'm going to batter you. Yes, it stands for device. Right, so you've just said RFI device device. Do you know how dumb that makes us all sound? Well, I was just trying to help you out, you know. Well, well, I'm going to well, march you, you to the bank it. and you're going to give me your PIN number. Now... Um, so it's, what, what, what's an RFI device, or an, or as I like to call them, an RFID? Well, I think it's, uh, it's like the, the sort of thing you can use near, uh, they can use them for your bank cards and everything, can't they? If you do use chip and pin, yes. things like that, it's all that remote, uh, that close contact aspect. Right. Mm. So they were probably, like, wandering about, holding it, hoping that one magic combination would trigger the lock, and then they'd be <sighs> off with your sausage, or maybe not. Well, they left the silly sausage behind, the, the junkie idiots, and they, they took the 3DS and the DS. The DS? Good God, you lunatics. Um, but, but, but scumbags, I, I, I would say scumbags, um, I'm wondering, how legal would it be if I electrocuted the car? Like, like, like 80,000 volts or something. So that, um, if they came and rubbed it with an RDFI device, mm. that um, that they they died, that they were killed well, instantly. Well, what the only the only worry you've got there in that case, you could probably wire your car up to the mains or the handle, which is what they'd probably try first. Yes. Uh, if you wire that up, uh, if you miss it, your kids touch it, you know they'd probably be like bacon, wouldn't they? Yeah. So. so is there is there any way, right? Seriously, now, if you can get a box that you rub on a car door that opens, that unlocks the car door, right? What's the point of car doors? So is there, like, a... Can you then buy a a stronger device that you put in the car that negates this other... the, The... Premier... The first... The the criminal's device. Is it... What can I do to beat it? There must be a way of making it stronger. Well, just... Oh, personally, I would drive around with, like, a mini-moke and have no doors in it and have nothing on display so I can go in, see there's nothing worth nicking, and then nick off. Five o'clock in the morning they did this. You've got to respect them for getting up early. Or not going to bed. Well, you've got to respect that. It makes me wonder why those hoodlums in Manchester decided to smash my back window in if they had... Sorry? They did what? Smash my back okay, window yeah, in. Okay, back, yes, yeah. Rather than, I mean, I wish they'd have used some sort of device because all I had was a bag for an empty bag for life. Oh, and the really expensive equipment in the boot. But I wish they'd just done less damage. It is, um, but this is Catherine. like the second or third time. I, mean, I think the first time she had left the door and the car door was unlocked. Stop leaving things on display. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, and I've told her to clear everything out of the car. But I think this is maybe the second time that someone's done it with with a box, and they've done. They went all up all up the street, all up the street, because she spoke to a, a neighbour. Done lives, a few, have they? Lives around the, around the corner, to, past two cul de sacs on the second cul de sac, 
And, uh, yeah, they, they, their CCTV camera saw someone around about five o'clock with, with a hood going from car to car. Man. It's bad, isn't it? I, I hate it. And the but, worst thing is it's really close to the house. If you That's the thing. And you watch the video and it's quite creepy. You think, oh, God, my kids were... My kids were 20 feet away from that, that scumbag. Um, but I want... There's got to be something... You can, you could. There's got to be some gadget that will negate that gadget. It's got to be something. Well, otherwise, well, I, what's the point of what's the point of, of having a, a zapper for your car? Well, I don't, I don't think there is because they always say. I mean, I don't know, but they always say, don't they, that nothing is uh, unbreakable. All it does is so even if like, <clears throat> excuse me, my house alarm is on. Yeah. You know, all it is, you can just put things in place to delay them and slow them down and put them off. But if somebody's determined to get into something, they will do it. I'm determined to get into your trousers one day, young man. Well, beautifully put, sir. Thank you. For, and I've got, I've got an RFI device that I'm going to rub up and okay, down. OK, that'll but, do. OK. I mean, really. Did we get to your point, Carl? Uh, no, well, I was going to ask you about the... Uh, well, yeah. two things. Yeah. Um, so, so, so one was about the mini SNAS, which is amazing, and the other was about the Star Wars film, which I saw today. Rubbish. Which is... a poor, I, 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 I've never been in a film. I was with my friend. Were you in it? I, I didn't see you in it. Yeah, yeah, I was Aid Edmondson was in it. The princes oh, were in I... it, apparently. Oh, God. Was it, was it Aid Edmondson? Because I saw that as well. As yes, the, mate, uh... it was. He was in it loads, you idiot. Well, no, because I saw it. And I thought, but it's one of these where you look and think, is that Aid Edmondson? Yes, he oh. was Aid Edmondson in it. He was quite a big part. But, I know you mean, but I've never, ever wanted a film, a Star Wars film. Oh, it... it was just like, please stop. You got, please you got, end. you got to like what should have been an ending. And I looked at my watch. And then it said, you've got another hour to go. It was just relentless boredom. Yeah, no, I'd agree, I'd, I'd agree with that. You should have gone to see Paddington 2. That was a belter. Yeah, yeah everyone says that's really good. And I want to see Jumanji next, but... Oh, mate, film... mate, Jumanji is a masterpiece. And I don't say that lightly. It is flipping brilliant. I loved it. Me and the boys loved it. Uh, we were all in hysterics. There's some really filthy jokes in there, but they're really high frequency. So the ge- Oh, it was a good film, man. No, I'm going to give that... Well, hang on. What was the... Oh, no, I was thinking of EastEnders tonight. There was a bit of a mucky joke in EastEnders. I can't believe that. Oh, but there you that? go. Yeah, well, they do. EastEnders yeah. is a bit raw. i tell you what I want to... I would love to read a book about Mary Wiles. Because the older I get, the more I'm, more I think actually she had a good point. She had a point, and um, oh, I shouldn't say this on the air because we, you and me are going to make a documentary about her. Okay. So I'm not going to say it on the air. Could we call must... it the thin end of the wedge? No. Can we call it Mary's White House? We're going to call it the Mary White House experience. Oh. Okay. Has that, has that not been done? Uh, we're going to call it Hell in a Handcart. Yes. Oh, that's all. Right. That's all we're going to do. Um, and I know we call it ban this sick filth. Um, no, we're gonna call it um, uh, the uh, Mary White House, um, the the battle, the movie for um, decency on in bro- in British broadcasting. Mary White House, Fifty Shades of Brown. <laughs> no, Fifty Shades of Fifty, 50 shades, shades of White, white House. Fifty Shades of White House. No. You're thinking of Woodhouse. I'm thinking of Bob Mary Whitehouse. Bob, Bob Woodhouse, the comedian, game show comedian. <laughs> um, did we answer your question, Kyle? I think we may have got close to it. 
I, 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 I think that it was, there was a SNES question, but I've Oh, no, I've not... No, those, those mini SNESes, no. i tell you why, because I've got um, um, uh, a Raspberry Pi that's, that's got all of the different games on. Ah, well, well fair, I was going to say, fair enough. It was one of your uh, other, listeners, other listeners... It was one of your listeners who kindly uh, had a spare one. He oh. sold it to me. Oh. It's um, Rob Bernay, if I may name him. And it's amazing. It's just a great... I've just, like, literally, i spent since Christmas Day hammering Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> I'm going to cut him off. <laughs> what a dirty... What is this going Mary on? Whitehouse was right. I think she was. I think she was, as He's I get older. hammering Donkey Kong since Christmas. Donkey Kong Country. Um... Kadia. Oh, I was worried there because um, partway through another caller, oh. I got transferred to talk sport for some reason. Oh, uh, 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 yep. Okay. That's that. I wonder how that happened. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I heard what it said in the periscope though, but no hard feelings. I don't have a story about Nando's. Um, about that guy chatting about uh, RF uh, ID. Yes. It doesn't actually mean device. Um, it means identification because. Uh, you know, well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Yeah. Identification is just I. Uh, RFID, it's a radio frequency identification. Right, well, then it ID. should be... It, no, no, then it should be RSI, because but, identification is just I. But then that can be confused with repetitive strain injury. Well, that's not my problem. That's like the people that call mainstream <clears throat> media MSM. Incorrect. It's MM. Mainstream is one word. Media, MM. It's RSI. I suppose, but there's no device involved because... Uh, the well, then let's just drop the D. I suppose RFI and RF... Hang on a minute, what do you mean there's no device? What is it? Is it, it a physical thing? It, it is, Ian. That's a device. Um, yeah, but it's not, it's, not, well, it's not a device in the conventional method. You can't use hang, it. Hang on a minute. What is a it's conventional... A well, hang on a minute. What is a conventional device? I, th- I think a conventional device is something you can interact with, but these are just a circuit that responds to... But that's to a, a device. device. A circuit is a device. Um, I, I suppose it is, Ian, but just, I, I, I didn't make up the acronym, so... Well, we're going to need to find out who did. And, I'll look him up um, for tomorrow. And, uh... Right. Have him. Yeah. But... Yeah. But, but um, what I called in for... I Hang on a minute. RSID yeah. doesn't even stand for that. What did you think it stands for? Radio frequency identification. Incorrect. Oh, no, hang on, that's something said. else. It says Rapid Stain Identification Series. Stain? <laughs> stain. RSID device. RFID, I'm saying. RSID, uh, that's what I'm saying. R- Romeo uh, F, whatever F, F. is. All oh, right. Uh, uh, yeah, F, all right, Foxtrot. Uh, all right, you should have said that. Romeo, Foxtrot, India. Let's do it. Uh, right, let's do it. Okay, we're going to go around. We're going to play um, uh, Alphabet Poker. Okay. Um, alpha. Bravo. No, shut up. It's Catherine's turn. Bravo. Sorry. Charlie. Delta. Echo. Foxtrot. Golf. Ooh. Hotel. Ooh. India. No, uh, it's Indigo, isn't it? India. All right, let him have that. Um, ooh. Um, Jackal. <laughs> ooh. Jacksonville. What is it? Hang on, hang on. Um, um, I'm, I'm do, let me do a number plate. Uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, A for Alpha, B for Bravo, J for um, Jaguar. No, 
J for J, um, Jones in. Um, Gillette. J for... I'm out. I don't know what the J is for. Don't Google it! I'm not what? Googling it! Flipping it. Your fingers, your fingers were touching it up. I don't know what it is. Do you, does anyone here... In, do, you, do you know what it is, uh, Kadir? Julia. Oh, yeah. yeah, Juliet Bravo. Juliet Bravo. Right, go, I'm, I'm out. Go on, Kath. I'm out. Kath, Kath. Kilo. Kilo. Uh, Lima. What was it? Uh, mm. Mama. Mama. Mountain. No. Mm. Mogadishu. Mm. Melons. Filth. What? Nah. What is it, Kadir? Mike, Mike, and Mike, November. yes, Mike, November, Mike, Oscar. Hang on a minute, Mike. It's not even Michael. No, Mike. It's Mike. Mm-hmm. It is Mike. Yeah. Flipping it. Well, that's a lame one. They must have got bored halfway through. So November, Oscar, Papa. Mate, you're out. You're out. The game's over, Catherine. What's Q? That, none of your business. The Quebec. game is out. Quebec. Romeo. You're out. The game is over. Sierra. Stop it. Tango. What's you? Uniform. Uniform. There we go. Faraday key signal blocking cloning an amplification prevention wallet. Prevent yourself from key signal amplification and cloning. Yeah, you can get those. um, I'm talking. uh, I'm talking. Criminals are using signal extenders to replicate and clone your key code allowing them to enter a vehicle with unhindered access. Protect yourself from this kind of theft with a Faraday wallet. Do you know what? I bet I bet she left the keys in the front door. People are saying that if the keys are near the car, they can amplify that signal and open it with um, with that. Ah. Dodge pots. Bla- bloody, bloody druggies. Bloody druggies. Anyway, Kadir, what you got? Well, uh, just about that, it's the same thing with your debit cards as well, because uh, the contactless on those is RFID. So you can get those special wallets. Yeah, or, and this is what I've been told, you can put a little bit of um, tinfoil inside your wallet. Yeah, that's how uh, shoplifters get away with uh, security tags, but I'll stray away from that. Is it now, could um, you? Is it? it is. So, Ian, um, you were talking about your McDonald's order earlier. No, I wasn't. And I did a bit... Of, oh, yes, I was. Yeah, you, yeah. On, on the drive-thru, and I did a bit of research. You saved nine pence if you had fries in. Meagre nine pence. And a load of mither. Yeah, well, yeah, I, exactly. I, didn't, I didn't want to save nine pence, but I had, I did, and I had the, the fries, and actually I'm glad I did. Cause oh, I did you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was four eighty-eight without the fries. May I make a suggestion, Kadir? Yeah, of course. Get a life. <laughs> um, 0344 499 <laughs> This is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Oh, no, 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 no. We're all good. 0344 499 1000. Let's do Brexit. Let's do lunch. Let's dance. Let's call the whole thing That's off. That's going to be the title of my autobiography out in the, um, the, the shops one day. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. Oh, good evening, Simon. 
How are you both? I'm really tired, but I'm all right. The show's coming to an end. Then I shall get to uh, my hotel bed, and I shall sleep for three hours. Then I shall get up, and I shall be on television, dressed as Paul oh. McCartney from uh, the Let It Be uh, sessions. Then I shall go back to bed, not sleep. Then I shall get up and go and be interviewed by... You've Je- got to sleep tomorrow. Sorry? You've got to sleep tomorrow. Why is what's happening? Because what you've had two hours, not even, in the last 24 hours... You're absolutely nuts tonight. Blah! You will be intolerable by this time tomorrow. What? And quite frankly, I won't stand for it. WTF. Thursday, I've got the kids, so... Um, there, there's... You tell him, Kev. Yeah. Well, I've told him. Yeah, well, I will tell I will tell you. Um, you can stick it where the sun don't shine. Oh, really? Um, anyway, great times. Mm. Simon, what have you got for us this evening? Well, let's uh, let's not end yeah. on a bad note. Let's and by the way, note. I'm yes. fine. Yeah. OK. Good evening, both of you. I know, but he never lets me say how I am. He never cares about my feelings. It's all about him. Right. Anyway, well, carry on. Can I something to you, Kath, right? How many different languages can you speak? Ooh, I can speak... Oh, sorry, you said, Kath. Um, well, French and Spanish is what I studied at university. I speak a tiny bit right. of Portuguese. Well, I can read Portuguese. I can... He, didn't, he didn't ask what, how many can you read. All right, well, French and Spanish... Can you speak? Yeah, and English, yeah. so, well, three. Well, I okay, I can speak four. I don't want you to take this well, the wrong as, way. As I like when to I say, heard you speaking a foreign language, yeah. you sound hot. What the? Hey, hey, hey. You sound absolutely... I could listen to you all night speaking French or Spanish. Well, anyway. For the, the right price, yes, you could. And, and what a great way to celebrate 100 years of women have, having the vote by um, demeaning them and um, uh, turning them into um, oh. voice voice oh. sex boxes. Oh, Sorry, I thought I'd come talk radio. <laughs> So, luckily, your phone is crap. Otherwise, I would have would have been able to hear your pathetic insults, you tiny oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> you really are vicious tonight. He, he, Simon is being vicious tonight. You're absolutely right. I will yeah. not stand for it. I'm horrible. Well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, you know what you said about McDonald's and what Kadir mentioned about. Oh uh, yeah. Hello. Yes. Yes, mate. Right okay. Um, same thing happens. I'm quite a big guy, and I'm constantly struggling with my, my weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. I do like to partake in your chocolate bar here and there. Yeah. There's nothing more annoying when you go into a shop and you pick up a Mars bar and you put it on the counter, and they say, oh, no, if you go over there, you can yep. get a multi-pack of five for a pound. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want a multi-pack of five. And they're like, well, this is one pound twenty. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, they do. They do that. And they're blown. their minds are blown when like, you, you, you say, yeah... But I don't want to save money and have more. I just, this is what I want. This is what yeah. I want. So five by five, I'm going to eat five. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, uh, and and they won't even touch the sides. And you think, well, I tell you, no. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have two. Yeah. I'll save the other three. And you had two, and you think, oh, I'm still a bit peckish. I could do a third one. And then you go, yeah. I've had three. I might as well finish the last two. There's no yeah. point. There's no point in keeping them hanging around here. It's not, it's not right, really, because especially for like kids as well, they shouldn't have that. that here we go. Let's. Really. What are the shops that are the worst? for hassling co-op. you at uh, the counter. Um, I would co-op. say... Uh, Smith's. All right, hang on a minute. Yeah, why, why would you say co-op? Because most of the local shops in my sort of manner yeah. are co-ops, co-op locals, yeah. and they all seem to be... Particular. If, right, if I worked in a shop and I was, and someone said to me, right, when, when you get to someone buying a Mars bar, you must offer them this alternative. I, I can't be bothered with all that. I'll be like, yeah, whatever. You said Smith's. I was going to say Smith's. Yeah. Go on. Because it's always a, like a massive bar of chocolate or something. You, you might buy, only be in there buying a magazine. Do you want to buy a chocolate for a pound? No. Yeah, do you want some biscuits? Oh. oh. Yeah. 
Mark, is it Smith's, Smith's right. I like it because I like the magazine section. I like to peruse the magazines. But um, let's be honest. Is it, they're a bloody mess, them shops, aren't they, Smith's? A real mess. And Ooh, I, I, always prefer, I always prefer to go to the counter. Even though you've got the automatic tills, there'll always be someone behind the counter. And they're always so surprised that, um, that a human being wants to be served by a human being and not by a robot. They're always so surprised. Oh, yeah. Another one that's bad for it is Boots. The amount of paper you walk away with mm. from the till at Boots, there's like, and they give me like vouchers for perfume and face cream and stuff, yeah. And, yeah. and I go and I go, I don't want the vouchers, and they're like, they don't know what to do. No. They just give, it's like know. a massive insult, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might as well have just done I, a dump I, on the counter. I don't think I've ever, and I do use perfume and face creams. I don't think I've ever used any of those vouchers. They just stay in the bag until the bag gets binned. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I go in there and I buy um, vouchers for for uh, things online. Yes. And um, what I mean is a, is a piece of paper with a code on it. Literally can't hear a word he's saying. Still, Can you hear what he's saying? Piece of paper with a code on it. OK, fine. Yeah. All right. Better still, this day and age, they could quite easily adapt the technology to send it straight to my phone. But I get probably about eight different bits of paper come out of that machine. Mm. And you just think, well, Why? Why? Anyway, there you go. I do wonder why, too. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. Peace See and love, peace and love, peace and love. Oh, I was going to end on um, the other good Bob Dylan song, but I don't think we've got time now. I, don't know. I think it's, it goes on for too long. Um, uh, idiot wind. That wasn't it. Um, no, it's too long. Sorry. Blind Willie Watts it, wasn't it? Blind Willie Watts it, but it's too long. It's a good song as well. Um, so we've come to the end of the show. We have four minutes uh, or thence about to go. I wonder if I can find a song that's going to be that would. Uh... Oh, we go. Play this, can't we? You know this one? Yes. Go on. What is it? With love to bind us. No, no. Nothing. Love can... to bind us. I no, don't know. No. Nothing can divide us. You got it, yep. So how do I try? Bye. Brother Beyond. Correct band, wrong song. Oh. You know this one? No. Oh, no competition. Here we go. Well done. That took you 56 seconds. That was slightly before my era of being aware of them. I, um... I'm way younger than you. Oh, there you way, go. way younger. <sighs> what happened to those guys? He um, manages... What's his name? Jordan. Jordash. Beth Jordash. No, what's his name? Um, ben. Nathan. Nathan. Nathan Turner. Nathan... James. Uh, Nathan James. No, Nathan somebody. Nathan Peabody. Anyway, he manages um, talent. Oh, good. No, I met him. He's a nice, nice guy. Is that not Ben? No. Ben. From the 911. He manages talent now. Um, no, you're thinking of um, the 
Anthony Costas. No, not Anthony Costas. He manages Talon. Does he? Yeah. His dad did. That's why he was in the band. Um, no. Uh, no, Nathan manages um, manages talent. Um, I, I met him when I was, this must have been years ago. Actually, uh, he was we had, we had one of his acts on a show I was doing, and um, it was I went, oh you're, you're both from Brother Beyond, mate. Nice to meet you. And he was he was still still a very very good looking guy. I'll give him quick very Google. good looking guy. You know, he's, he was a good looking uh, good looking pop star. You could um, tell why girls went crazy. Oh yeah, wouldn't they? Nathan Moore. Oh, Nathan Moore, please. Is he small? He looks like a little fella. I don't remember him being small. I remember yeah. him being quite voluptuous in mm. height terms, if uh, such a thing could be possible. Well, dear listener, um, it, it's time for our um, uh, Dusty Boot Hills to go wandering once again. We've come to the end of the show. Uh, what, are you, what are you looking curious for? Oh, I'm just I'm just thinking about Nathan from Brother Beyond now. Well, I'm thinking about Derek Griffiths. <laughs> <laughs> And that just shows the difference between me and Kath, doesn't it, really? Um, we'll be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Don't forget you can download the podcast if you go to iTunes and type in Ian Lee, Late Night Alternative Talk Radio. It's some combination of those words, it'll pop up. You can also go get it, uh, podcasts and listen to the shows again on talkradio.co.uk or your usual podcast providers. Imagine such a thing. Um, I will be on uh, TVAM tomorrow. I'm doing a workout with Mad Lizzie. Um, they, well, they get it's like having the two doctors together. They're going to have Mad Lizzie and Mr Motivator uh, together, and I'm going to be doing a workout with them at 6.50. Cooking with Rusty? Um, no. <laughs> no. I'm not allowed to get Rusty out. And then at 7.50, I'm going to be um, doing a makeup thing with Wincy Willis. Um, so if you can watch me, it's on button three. And thank you very much indeed. Until then, from us, ta-ta.